Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout. And be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Oh, what's new, Jada? Oh. Welcome to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. El Hefe and Jadubs live on a Monday night. The Hideout, the funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. You have one mission to be somebody. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. A lot to get to this evening. Monday's always jam-packed, fresh from the weekend and the weekend stories. Chunks, executive producer of The Hideout, is here. He mans the AOL Instant Messenger Real Radio Hideout. Tommy Bateman's our director. Whoop, whoop. On top of the talk and roll controls and responsible for The Hideout page on realradio.fm. And Gibbs, intern Gibbs, had a stellar week last week, looks to continue it. Uh, he's going to screen your phone calls at 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. He also, too, is the host for um, the Hideout Headlines game show. You heard the headlines in the Phillips file. And now we're going to give you some prizes in less than 15 minutes. So in about 15 minutes, uh, we'll probably even break early so that we can get to the Hideout Headlines game show hosted by intern Gibbs and give away some door prizes, some great stuff to give away, uh, including the pair of tickets to see Stephen Wright at the Hard Rock Live. Probably be sitting next to me because I, I won We're my tickets. We're supposed to be tickets. trying to uh, sell these. We're no, that's to... a reason. Oh, mm. no, wait. Uh, we have those uh, hardrock.com. Also, too, the uh, Shield Season 4 on DVD, tickets to the Super Bowl of Motorsports, so all that coming up. And the Hideout Headlines Game Show. At 9 o'clock, J-Dubs, or in the 9 o'clock hour, we will uh, do the Hideout Door Prize Blowout. Uh, it is Monday night, so whose weekend was it? Makes its triumphant return. We recap our uh, weekend, and we give you prizes during that. Uh, it is Monday night, so 8 o'clock. We'll ask the attorney with Tom Luca. Dubs and I did lunch last week uh, with Tom Luca, uh, LucaLaw.com. And learned a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff out there you may not know about the law, and uh, we're here to enlighten. Uh, well, we're not. No, well, we're here to give a forum of enlightenment. Yeah, but uh, we're, we're going to go over one specific thing and ask the attorney today. The, the most important thing that I had ever learned is when it comes to the law. So we'll talk to Tom Luca about that coming up at 8 o'clock. 9 o'clock hour, Denise Foley from Prevention Magazine. How to be happier in 06. Now, 05 for me, full of depression. I mean, just riddled with it. Not much different than 04 for you or 03. No, actually, not much different from my entire life. Uh, just There might be a trend there. Filled with depression. I'm looking to be happier in 06. And uh, we're going to bring in Denise Foley again from Prevention Magazine to explain how. Dubs, do you have anything like right off the bat of things that could maybe make me happier? In 2006? 
Um, I think uh, maybe more rest. You are getting. I don't at, do anything. I know, but you wake up at 7:30 in the morning for no reason. You're right, and I go to bed early, and you're right. I get I only get about six, seven hours of sleep, and I'm up. And when I'm up, I'm up. Yeah, and I think maybe if you slept in a little longer, that might help you out. I got to get the sleep apnea taken care of. You you need to uh, find some more hobbies other than just the baseball. Painting. Painting might be good. I that's what I think. You know, a lot of times. You look for hobbies. You look for something that gets you very active and your adrenaline pumping. Maybe that's not the best thing for you. Maybe you need something that mellows you out a little bit. I didn't think about that. You're right. I usually do. It's something like working, working out, out or uh, playing baseball, playing basketball. Or video games even. Yeah, something that you know gets you, your adrenaline going. Maybe if you picked up painting, weed, something like that. Uh, some uh, maybe Vicodin, something very uh, you wholesome. Want me, and, you and want me to pick up a drug habit? It might help. I know a lot of people who were high strung after they started smoking weed for about a month. They worried about nothing but buying a big van and uh, painting some kind of band logo on it. And I think that might be really good for you. I really like Tool. I wonder if I got After you start smoking weed, it'll be nothing but the Doors and Pink Floyd. For some reason, those bands are excellent when on drugs, but when you're not on drugs, you're wondering, why the hell do I own these CDs? That's why I've never liked those two bands. Mm -hmm. I haven't been high enough. All right. Happier in 06 for Hefe. Try to listen... Drugs. Try to listen to the end without having a joint in your mouth. I guarantee you won't make it through that whole nine-minute song. Also coming up tonight, too, the 11 friends that you have to have as a dude... So it's like 11 categories of, of, like, guy friends. Yeah, different types of friends. Actually, honestly, that's what I believe I need more of. Friends? Yeah, because you guys aren't cutting it. I would hardly call you friends. Thank you. Acquaintances? I'm there for you. Work? You've been great lately, kind of because you have to. But I need to... Oh, I don't have to, my friend. I could abandon you like no other. But what I need is a nice, good, like, uh, group of buddies. I'm your Chandler. You're my Ross. I don't know if I like that. I guess and uh, Chunks is the creepy blonde Gunther guy. Who's Joey? He's not Joey? No. Joey gets chicks. Ha! That's true. A dumb Italian, though. And he likes sandwiches. Right. So it's the Hideout on Road Radio 104.1. By the way, a couple of things real fast. Right up front. In case you missed the end of the show on Friday night, you missed a great one. Um, I announced my, my big announcement, for those of you that weren't able to hang all the way through, was the fact that from henceforth, I am no longer off the air to be referred to as uh, Alex, which Your is my real name. name. Your yeah, slave name. Yeah, my slave Alex. It's actually, uh, from henceforth, I am be, I'm to be referred to as Dro. D-R-O. No. Nope. Now, Dubs, I will forgive you, because we all went out after the open-door policy and uh, went all went out, to, I think it was a mugshot over here to have mm-hmm. a drink or two, and your chick kept calling me Alex. Mm-hmm. Now, you didn't have the chance to oh. have the discussion with her. I had plenty of chances to uh, correct her on it. Well, I... You, I, but I, I, you didn't have the chance to tell her, hey, he's not Alex anymore, he's Dro. But I figure you did that over the weekend, so from now on, she's mm-hmm. going to call me Dro. Mm-mm, never talked to her. Didn't bring it up once. I'd appreciate it if you did. I think it'd help everybody out, especially me for the new and improved uh, Dro. The new and improved, the 2006 Dro. 
That's me. So I just want to make you a, a deal. I'll call you Dro if you pick up that weed habit I've been begging you to do. Now, that's the thing. Maybe that's the difference. Dro smokes weed. Alex doesn't. Maybe he does. I need to see it happen, though. I was uh, doing some stuff. Can I ask a question real quick? Yeah. Who the hell is Dro? That's me. Some gay guy. I don't know. Oh, what? No, I'm, I'm not gay, dude. I'm... In fact, I ran into a couple of people at the 7-Eleven. What's up, Dro? No one said that to I you. I swear to Christ. He was in here in the open door. So it's catching on. Well, if I see him, I'm going to smack him across his stupid face. And I'm talking about Dro. What? That's me. I'm right here with you. But right now, Isn't I'm that a, Alex's friend? Right now, I'm Hefe. All right now, it's... I think I saw him making out. Right now, I'm Hefe. 407-916-1041-888-978-104. So we got dubs. Oh, another person. I don't want to jinx it, so I'm not going to say who it is, but possibly a... Uh, Go ahead, slow. No, it's Drew. Oh. I'm not, I'm it's be- Drew. I'm begging you to not mock this. This is a big deal in my life. Whatever, Flo. Coming up possibly a cornerback um, for a professional football team, hopefully mm. sometime during the second hour. Dubs, we'll take a break, and we'll come back. Let's go ahead and do the Hideout Headlines game show. It's your chance to be a winner. Right now, be somebody. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Be somebody. Win something in the hideout. Five categories. World, national, local sports entertainment. You heard the headlines all day. You heard them on the Phillips file. Uh, test your knowledge. Win some prizes next with the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. It's the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I want to bang that voice, girl. I've never even seen her. I was actually about to say she sounds like she's about 14. And retarded, which I am really into. <laughs> Time for you to be somebody and namely be a winner in the Hideout Headlines game show. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. And the new thing is for people to be on hold from mm-hmm. the very beginning of the start of the show to make sure they play. So uh, Angie, ladies always first in the Hideout, Angie in Geneva. You were first up, World, National, Local Sports, or Entertainment? Hide out. World. All right, here's World News. Sure you do. All with, around it. With Gibbs. All right, World News is a multiple-choice question. Multiple the American choice. singer and activist Harry Belafonte called President Bush the greatest blank in the world on Sunday at Venezuela President Hugo Chavez's weekly broadcast. A, President B, lover, C, terrorist, or D, man? I think it was terrorist. Yep, it was C, terrorist. I read that in the paper. Good. <laughs> well, congratulations. That's what you get for paying attention. And reading. Hold on a second, Angie. You're a winner. I'm glad you finally learned. Um, Yeah, well, Venezuela, uh, that president really has never been a big fan of President Bush. Yeah, Hugo Chavez isn't a guy who's going to get invited over to the White House. No time soon. Or Crawford or anywhere else. Uh, well, I, I find him to be lucky for that, not, be, not having to go to Crawford. Well, yeah, you got to go to work hunting armadillos. But sucking dust the whole time. So what, why is Harry Delafonte, though, or Belafonte, or whatever, getting it, getting all into this? I don't know. I guess he's just mad for the same reason everybody else in the country So is mad. that the new thing, though, just to say, uh, 
yeah, I don't like the president, so I'm going to go hang out with Hugo. Yeah, real, I mean, it's the same thing with uh, people who you know, are trying to be anti-American, kind of, like actors and everything. They'll always run right over to Cuba. I didn't... Cuba? Yeah. I didn't uh, who, who was the last person over at Cuba? Uh... That uh, the director of uh, like uh, JFK and uh, oh uh, Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone, yeah, he was just over there not too long ago. You sure he went over there just picking up some uh, cigars? Oh, I'm sure he brought a few back with him. Stamper and Bear Lake, you next up in the Hideout on Road Radio. Hideout Headlines What's going Game on, Show. Hydro and Dubs. Hey, <laughs> Hydro. <you> hydro. <laughs> All right, what do you want? National, local sports, or entertainment? Um, entertainment. All right, here's entertainment with uh, Gibbs. All right, entertainment is a true or false. Two-time Oscar winner Hilary Swank and actor husband Chad Lowe have separated after more than eight years of marriage. I know they're separated. I don't know the number of years, but true. Yep, that's true. Oh, wow. Hold on. Nice. Now, which one finds the guy first? That's what I'm wondering. What do you mean? You think Chad Lowe is a... Uh... Mo. Really? Puffer. Yeah. I don't know why you would say that. I would almost he's been married to a dude for eight years. I would almost say who wants to, like in the other direction. Which one of them is going to find a chick first? Either way, you're probably not probably going to be hooking up with someone from the opposite sex. No. Huh? All right, Jane Fonda went to Ho Chi Minh in Vietnam. Matt Albert says. So maybe yeah. that's the whole thing. If well, that, that was her big thing, uh, no one would uh, watch her movies or anything because they called her a communist. Hmm. Uh, let's go to. Uh... Billy in Melbourne, next up in the Hideout Headlines game show. All right, Billy, you want national, local, or sports? Sports. All right, here's sports with Gibbs. All right, sports is you have to name the teams, and the question is, which four NFL teams won playoff games over the weekend? Uh, let's see. The Steelers. Steelers. <laughs> All right. The team that crushed the Buccaneers. And who would they be? Uh, I have no clue. I don't pay attention. Hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. How many, how many did he have to get? Four, four? four. Yeah, he had to get four. Four teams. out of four? I, I tell you what, if you can get three out of four, you missed one, so I'll, I'll give you the other two. Let's see if you can get the other two. I think he left. I think, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he punched yeah. out. Uh, all right, so it was Steelers. Redskins. Redskins were the ones who mm-hmm. uh, beat Tampa Bay. Patriots. Patriots. Who took out Jacksonville. And Carolina. Yep. Who, who took out the Giants. Who just demolished the Giants. Giants had nothing for them. It was like they didn't even show up. Hey, Chunks, how'd your Giants do? Your fruit? <laughs> he just picks up the phone. Yeah, he, won't even, even, he won't even answer it. Didn't even respond. Um, And Matt Albert is so stoked about the Redskins. But yeah, he's, and one more week of glory for you, buddy. Well, he's a little worried now. Because usually he gets to watch the Redskins in the comfort of his home. Mm-hmm. Well, Matt Albert's moving down here Saturday morning. Ah, so he's going to be on a train while the Redskins are playing and so, getting their asses handed to him by the Seahawks. He will probably watch the game with us. Oh, he'll be here in time for it? Oh, yeah. Taunting him the whole time. <laughs> so we need to go out and get some Seahawks gear. How does it feel to be scored on by some bald quarterback? Oh, that's going to be great. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. He, he ran a hairline right into the uh, the end zone right there, didn't he? All right, uh, Shaz? Yeah, good evening. Hey, in Orlando, you're next up. You want national or local? Let's do local yokel. All right, here's local, Gibbs. All right, local is a multiple-choice question. 
Fifteen Cubans who fled their homeland and landed in the Florida Keys were returned to Cuba Monday after U.S. officials concluded that the blank they landed on did not constitute as dry land. A. Bridge, B. Barge, C. Bank, or D. Oil Rig? I believe it was a barge. It was actually A. It was a bridge. So what happened? Give me the details on this story. Um, it was like an it was an abandoned bridge, and uh, I guess the Coast Guard has a like a little policy they use called wet foot, dry foot. That's racist. And uh, if if it's attached to you know if it's connected to American soil, they're allowed to stay. But I guess the bridge was uh, had collapsed into sections, and the section that they landed on was. You know what I really anymore. enjoy about uh, Gibbs doing this game show? What's that? He leaves a nice little. Uh, Dramatic pause before he gives out the A, B, C, and D. No, he doesn't. He's so high all the time that more than likely he forgets that earlier he said it was multiple choice and he's waiting. <laughs> oh, that or like the involuntary thing in your brain mm-hmm. that keeps his fat head from like falling over and the neck muscles is working and straining really hard to keep the head up. Uh, uh, it's multitasking for him. Link and Altamont next up in the hideout. You ready, buddy? Yeah, as always. All right, it's national. You left with national. All right, right. it's a true or false question. It's also kind of a sports question, so national slash sports. Uh, Texas quarterback Vince Young has announced that he will enter the NFL draft. True or false? Ooh, uh, shit. Um, Uh, You can't say that, Lance. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I paused it. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, sorry about that. Um, True. Yep, that is very true. All right, hold on. Link's a winner even though he dropped the S-bomb. And the answer to the question is, uh, or the question was, did Vince Young, University of Texas quarterback, come out early and enter the draft? And uh, that is true. I have a couple of clips, actually, from uh, Vince Young. Talk. I think this is his announcement about coming uh, or going into entering the draft. Basically, my mom said it was your decision, and that's, that's my decision. I feel like uh, I was ready to go. I come to a lot of things. I learned a lot of things in college, and I was ready to to move on to the next level. Money, 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 man. Money's going to be there, man. It's, it's just the moments and how much I love football. So money's going to always be there. I'm not – I know that I'm going to work hard. I'm not going to be one of them guys in the league that's going to be like always complaining about his money. I'm going to work for my money. Now, um, at least he's honest. And so, uh, the other thing, too, is how much more can you do in college? Well, that's the big thing about when you're in college. You gotta leave on the high note. You gotta enter that draft on the highest note possible. And what what else can he do? You know, he came back in the, probably the most crucial game he'll ever have in college and uh, won the national championship for his team. There's no higher note you can go out on. There, there there's a chance that's the best, get, like the most important and most crucial game that he'll ever play. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless he gets, you know, takes his team to the playoff, which a lot of the teams are banking on, but you never know. That could be the most important game that he's ever played. He may not ever have another championship game with him, you know? Now, so. now you, I insist that the Houston Texans are going to select him with the number one pick. Now, I heard from uh, from NFL and uh, the Texans that, nope, they're going to stick with Reggie Bush. Smokescreen. <laughs> Why do they need a smokescreen? they got the number one pick. Who cares? I think there are a lot of reasons, but first, here is Vince Young talking about wanting to go to Houston. It would be wonderful to play at home, man. Being a Houstonian, man, you got great fans, are very supportive. So just playing at home and knowing that I am a Houstonian, just knowing that they're behind me 100%. Here's the only reason why they are probably putting out that they want Reggie Bush. But the plain and simple fact that they, by saying they want Reggie Bush, 
they are upping the ante to maybe swing a trade with somebody. So there's a chance that someone really wants Reggie Bush at the two through four picks and are willing to trade up to make sure that they get the running back that they want, one of the best running backs to be in college football for a very long time, and they can stir, they can still select Vince Young. I guarantee you that's what's going down and why they're putting out all the Reggie Bush stuff, so that they can swing a trade, at least for whoever has the two or three pick and still have a chance of getting Vince Young. That's why it's happening. And there's no reason why they wouldn't want to take Vince well, Young and pack Saints, that hometown stadium. Saints are the number two pick. And they already have Deuce McAllister, which is he's hurt. Mm, he's been hurt a lot lately. I think I think there's something going on there. Other, I still think I still think that uh, if if any team traded up, other than the uh, the um, <clears throat> the the 49ers, they would go for Young. I think. Oh, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on, but I really I really think that 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 there's something going on because you know that teams. Don't put all their business out there like that. They usually don't lay it out all in the line the way that it has been laid out by the Houston Texans. They usually don't throw out a out-and-out lie either, though. Oh, no, it happens all the time. It happens all the time in the draft where people say they're going to select somebody just to either A, uh, hype the value of the pick, or B, swing some sort of trade. It happens all the time. 407-916-1041, star-1041. On your singular wireless phones, Hideout Headlines Game Show brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market, where you can save 50 to 70% off every day. The Wholesale Furniture Market, located on 436 next to the Sam's Club. Go see uh, our good friends, Big Dog Steve and uh, Dubs' uncle, Joe Dubs. That is the Wholesale Furniture Market. And good guys out there. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Hi, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 live on a Monday night. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's how you beat somebody in the hideout. Very packed night tonight, J-Dubs. Um, but first, I want to take a little time to commend uh, Spain for being a uh, on the, like the forefront of defending rights. Because uh, right now, something, and something's been going on for a long time here in America. Uh, with rights being taken away, specifically one right, and um, that's the right to be able to breathe without any sort of interference. Because as a human being, if you can't breathe, you can't live. But some people have come up with this whole notion of, here's the thing, I'm going to do something that's not only going to affect me, but it's also going to affect you. I smoking. You know what? Smoking stinks. I'm El Jefe. So here in America, we've begun ah. we've begun to take back our rights to breathe fresh, free air, especially while now, we're eating so, or so- drinking. If one of your friends comes up to you and says, hey, do you want to smoke? What do you say, kids? No, El Jefe said no. Now, it's not about, if you want to smoke, smoke. I will. Not around me. Spanish police arrested a smoker for refusing to move to a uh, out of a a non-smoking area in a restaurant. Just over a week after an anti-smoking law came into effect. 
The 39-year-old man was essentially uh, fined $290. $290? Yes. For enjoying a cigarette? Uh, no, for polluting the air uh, around uh, other non, non-smokers. Pol- There's no pollution going on. Of course it is. I still less pollution than you driving. I still maintain, or more less pollution than walking the streets in Spain. This is uh, the dirtiest shaking habit in one of their hands, maybe on earth. Criminals. And it, I, I'm glad that people are finally starting to get now arrested, maybe taken a little far, but at the very least fined. And I don't get how people who smoke don't realize how it affects others around them. I just is it, here. Let me ask a question. Okay. We've talked about this numerous times. Because you are a smoker, J. Dubs, mm-hmm. and I am not. I grew up uh, with a smoker and my mom. Okay, I've. What was his name? My mom. Oh, he says. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think I said? He said smoker and your mom. Oh come on. It was cooking. <laughs> and so I. I I understand for some reason you guys feel the need to smoke. I get that. I don't. I, it's just something that you do. But let me ask you: Is it more of a thing of you don't care about other people around you? Because if that's what it is, then just say it. You really don't care about other people around you and how well, and not, how it affects them. Not really, but that's not the reason. I don't care about the people around me. No, but that's still not the reason. So if you're around um, like a sick older person. Would you still smoke in the, smoke around them, or would you go outside? Oh, I go outside as it is right now. I have no problem with going outside. What I have a problem with is people actually making rules about it. If, if someone's such a prick where you ask them, hey, can you not smoke around me, and they still do it, kick their ass. But don't make laws about it so, you know, it, even if someone messes up and accidentally smoking in the wrong spot, they get you know, fine for it and everything, ask the person politely, hey, I don't smoke, can you uh, not smoke around me, or can you take it outside? 99.9% of the people will go outside. Why do you have to make laws about it, make everything separate but equal? I know you like this whole segregation thing of, hey, yeah, that's your side of the diner, this is ours. Yeah, that's not even close because one is a choice. Uh, you are choosing to smoke. People aren't cho- can't choose the way they were born. So that argument's out the door. I was born a smoker. My mom smoked while <laughs> I was Shut the in. hell up. 407-916-441. It's true. I was, I, My I was, mom was a smoker. That doesn't mean I was born a smoker. Was she smoking while you, you guys were... Uh, probably, yes. Did you ever ask her? No, but Let's I can't. get can. online. I'm not talking to her right now, actually. <laughs> Honest, otherwise I really would. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. I'm like a... Baby born with AIDS. I was born to a mother who was smoking the whole time with with, uh, a nicotine addiction already in my body. It's a disease, my friend, and you are are yelling at me over having a disease. It is still... uh, Yeah, just like alcoholism is a disease. It is. It's not even close. How not? How is it not? It's It's not a disease. It becomes an uncontrollable thing that... that, No, no, you have a choice. At one point, yes. No, you have... You still have so many choices about what you want to do with your body. You have to choose to go buy cigarettes. You have to you have to choose to save the money to go buy cigarettes. You have to choose to go to Seven Eleven to buy them. I don't save up money for it. I've got money falling out of my ears. I just walk in there and... 
1041 star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. It is a, is a complete choice. And then furthermore, it's a choice for you to decide that, you know, I'm going to go ahead and pollute the air around me. I'm going to stink up the people around me by this dirty, filthy habit that I have. Not a choice. It's a, I mean, not a, not a, uh, not something you're born with. So it's a choice. And you have a choice of walking away from those people. Not if they're inside the non-smoking where they refuse uh, to stop smoking. And I agree, that's wrong. Arrest them. <laughs> I don't say arrest them. Find them. I, the guy's a dick. He should get his ass kicked. I don't think I'm not advocating violence. Why? He's killing you. Uh, Why? Technically, he is. It's so. Can you at least admit that it's so incredibly selfish? How is it selfish? It's my body. No. Why you want me to stop doing what I want to do to my body? It's not about it being your body. Yes, it is. If I would even say this, if you were injecting heroin, then it's your body and your body only. But the fact what if that I'm injecting into a two-year-old, then it's obvious that's a different scenario. And it's my baby. Then it's different. But you are actually intaking something. Now, maybe that's the thing. Maybe you don't blow it out. I, I Well, you breathe, and then that comes out then. Well, then... Uh, if you, I didn't, I'd fart it out, and it, it would just find its way out one way or the other. Then you figure out a way. I can't solve everything for you. I don't think, you, I don't think you've solved one yet. I just... I just can't believe that smokers don't realize how incredibly selfish it is to blow smoke uh, everywhere. And stink up everything. Mike in Winterhaven, you're in the hideout and row radio. Hey, how's it going, guys? Yo, dope. Uh, I think that the, the businesses should be allowed to make their own decision. I agree whether too. Or not, now here's the thing: whether or not they want to have smokers. And you're all you're right. It's all about choices. You know, we choose to smoke. You can choose to go to an establishment where uh, there is smoking or there's not. If you don't like that, then you don't have to go there. I completely I think, agree. And I, I, I that's don't what, think the that's government what... should uh, come in and make the law and say you can't uh, let people smoke at your establishment. Now, here's the thing about that, Mike. I yeah. agree wholeheartedly. If you're a business and that's what you want to do, I am with it 100% if that's your business. Now, I won't go to your business, or maybe I will, but I'll if I have my choice between a smoking bar and a non-smoking bar... I will probably go to the non-smoking one. I agree, you can't tell the business. But I'm talking but as a, you, as a when, person. When you lived in Montgomery County, in... Uh, Don't give out my address. This isn't your address anymore. When you lived over at the Bennington, over in uh, Maryland, in Montgomery County, you were loving it when they passed a law where bars could not smoke anymore. Yep. But you think that uh, uh, business should be able to choose. Well, but, I think they should be able to choose, but it was good for me. So as long as a law benefits you and takes away rights from business owners, uh, yeah, of course. I'm, I'm I'm not like you. I will admit when I'm being selfish. You refuse to admit. A lady's first in the hideout. Just because uh, you admit it doesn't make it right. Jacqueline in Orlando, maybe not in your eyes. Hello. Hello? Hey, what's up, Jacqueline? Hi. Go well, ahead. Well, I don't agree with you about the... Uh selfish to be a smoker type thing. <laughs> Why not? Oh, I tell him by that cough, you're a smoker. I am a smoker. Can I bum one? <laughs> I'm out. What do you think, uh, Jacqueline? It's not selfish to be a smoker? Why not? 
Why? Because every day everyone drives a car. I personally don't drive, so you could say that uh, anybody that drives a car is being selfish toward me because they're putting out exhaust fumes because I don't drive a car. Technically, that's not that's not even close to being the same argument, and here's why: because of the way society's set up, you have, and the way this city is set up, you have. If you're going to be a functioning member of society. You can't walk 10 miles to Are work. Are you saying that she's not a functioning not member true. of society? No, because she's a smoker. Because she's a smoker, no, she is not. I can't believe you just cut her off. I didn't mean to, but she you was are talking jerk. over me. 407-916-1041, and Star-1041 on any singular wireless phones. All I'm saying is props to the Spanish police for doing something about these mongrels. I'm just looking for a non-smoking sign in here. I don't see one. Mark Bartow, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's hey up, guys, Mark? How you doing tonight? What's going on, Mark? Not much. Hey, I recently moved here from up north where, you know, everybody's basically confined right. when they're smoking. and Kind of like the caged you, animals they should be, but right. There you go. I'm not uh, I'm not normally one to, to get to pout about or to get on a soapbox about this, but smoking is a choice. You can either do it or you can choose to not do it. I'm 38 years old. I smoked for 17 years, stopped on a dime. I, it, it wasn't as difficult as everybody said. I didn't need any patch. I just decided one day I wasn't going to do it anymore. Well, I mean, I understand that for a lot of people, the nicotine addiction is a tough one to kick. I've seen Dubs struggle with it and fail uh, numerous times. Only one time. I honestly think if he gets in the right mindset, it's just you just you just don't buy him anymore. Here's the here's the mindset for Dubs though. Here's what Dubs is thinking about: How can J Dubs get into a Walmart bathroom and touch a kid? That's, That's with he, a cigarette. That's the only way in there. That's hide- my key. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Hefe and Dubs live on a Monday night. Ask the attorney coming up in about 12 minutes. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Also, too, uh, hey, Hideout, at some point tonight, the uh, open phone segment where you can talk about whatever you want to talk about. Right now, though, I am in the middle of praising the Spanish authorities for arresting a small smoker who refused to leave a non-smoking area of a restaurant, find him uh, the equivalent of $290. Now, do you think that uh, people should not be able to smoke in public areas? I believe if it's going to be a public area, mm-hmm. there needs to be enough ventilation. Um, like, you mean outdoors? Not indoors. Say it's a public area indoors. Well, no, you shouldn't be able to smoke at a library. Or a school. I mean, that's a state-run facility. I'm talking that's about... That's a public area. That's why it's a state-run facility. Are you talking about a park? Or, you know, maybe someplace like that or something like... Something that, like... Uh, All right, where are you ba- bit- you're baiting me. Where do you... Where, just say where you want. Well, I'm, I'm saying you sound like every a-hole that wants to kick shows like this off the radio. That it's a public airwaves. It's not even close. It is. No, it's not at yes, all. Yes, it is. You know, that, that, that we are sending pollution out and damaging children with words now here's my argument and this is something that i have always said there is something to be said about being a captive audience when you are stuck somewhere and you cannot leave then i think there's a difference where i don't believe it's the same argument is in the fact that anyone can turn off the radio can turn down the radio can go listen to another radio station when are you stuck in some place that uh, people are smoking in? There, there could be a time where I want to go see a show, and I've paid money to go see this show, and I know if I'm going to go and pay money to go, if I want to go dance 
at one of my favorite bars, I have to go get smoky and dirty. Otherwise, I can't have that option. Well, that's a, uh, the choice of the bar owner. But I'm saying that's part of the thing. You're not paying for this. Veronica in Orlando, ladies first in the hideout on Rural Radio. What do you got, Veronica? Hey, good evening, guys. Hey um, I agree that awareness should be more out there. I'm a former smoker, and I would go a couple of days, even a week, being around friends or family as a smoker that I wouldn't even light a cigarette out of respect for their needs of having the fresh air, so to speak. But at the theme parks, that's a, uh, not necessarily a public place, but and you're in a line for a ride, and there's a smoker, it's a fire hazard. Right huh. now we're under red alert, and people throw cigarettes out the window, and it could start a fire. So just Red alert? What are you talking about? We're under red alert. That means... Yeah, uh, for fires. For oh, fires getting fire, Okay. For brush fires. And that could be caused by a cigarette going out the window. And here's the other thing about that, too, and that's something I completely forgot about, being in line at a theme park. And so mm-hmm. you're stuck in that line. This happened to me at Halloween Horror Nights. Mm-hmm. I was out there having a kick-ass time. I loved it. Except the ass munches in front of me when I was in, standing in line to go to, into one of the um, haunted houses kept lighting up. And there was nowhere I could go. It's, I guess I could move back in line. Yeah, you can move back a spot. That's not fair, though, because they're taking, like, pig pen. You know what you are? You smokers are. You're like pig pen, walking around dirty and filthy and not realizing that you're offending everybody else, oh, Charlie Brown and now, the rest of us. Now it's the offending thing. Of course it is, because it's dirty. It offends my lungs. It, offend, it offends my nostrils. It offends my clothes that I, I have to go but home what, and wash. But what people say I was an idiot. offends people's ears. Again, that's a different choice. No, it isn't. No, it's completely it's a different same choice. No, it's not. You have a, a choice to be around smokers. You have a choice not to be. You can turn one off. You, you can, can walk away from one. And here's the other thing, too. If the majority of people are walking around slinging curse words, then that's an issue, especially if you're in a captive audience. There's a difference between a, but between you, we aren't a talking, captive audience. We aren't talking captive audience here. Both of them are not captive. I'm, I'm stuck in that line. If I have to no, move... No, you aren't. The people who listen to this radio station know what they're getting. They know what they are getting. When I'm standing in line to go watch a, a show... Or standing in line to go into a um, haunted house, I'm expecting to stand in line for 30 minutes to go get scared. Not to possibly get sick from someone else being selfish. And the other thing that offends me, too, is if I'm standing in line and maybe there are children around, people cursing. It offends you, but it shouldn't be illegal. Absolutely. The smoking thing, I just want you to acknowledge that it is selfish, that you are selfish, dirty people. We're all selfish. You're selfish in ways. People are selfish. It's a human quality. But what you do affects others. Everything you do affects someone else. Everything that I do affects someone else in a different way. Not anything that I do on a daily basis. <laughs> Not anything. I'm. Have I done anything here? Uh, the only thing that you could possibly equate it to is me farting. That's it. You or if that, I did do that a lot more than I smoke. Uh, right. Or maybe if I didn't bathe. I so if, if <laughs> Pamela in Orlando, you're I just don't think it matters with that one. <laughs> what's Hi. up? Hey guys, what's up? Yo, just boil it. Hey. Um. Okay. So first of all, I think that um. You know, there's enough awareness out there that smokers know what they're doing to themselves. I still think it's selfish, but at least 
I think they, that they do know what they're doing to themselves. But I'll tell you what, the worst thing ever, I go to UCF here, and when it is raining outside and everybody's standing in one of those overhang kind of areas mm-hmm. waiting for it to stop raining, and smokers, they pull out a cigarette, and it just, I don't know, it just totally invades the entire airspace. There's just smoke everywhere, and you kind of have to choose, are you going to breathe in all the smoke, or are you going to get soaked? I just kind of think that it's uh They're outside, though. You're That's having it. your cake and you're eating it, too. That's what smokers want, to no, have their we, cake we, and eat it, too. We have no problem going outside. We have no problem being in our own area. Yeah, what, what? But, but if you're outside, you figure it's okay. You don't even take into consideration that people are stuck underneath an overhang trying not they to get wet. Stuck. Exactly. I mean, it's just unfair, you know, the rest of us kind of have to wait under, but that, that's one thing. And the other thing, you guys were talking about restaurants before, now that's different. You were saying, Doug, that you can, you know, you know, if there's a, there's a smoker standing outside and you're standing outside waiting for a bus, you know, you can take a few steps away. Yeah, sure, that's fine. But in a restaurant, if you are sitting down and eating and there's smokers two feet away from you, you know, you're that, that's eating your a- that's a completely different area because that is the uh, the owner of the establishment's choice. All right, we got to take a break. We're up on a break. We'll have to continue this during Hey Hideout. Open phones. 407-916-1041, Ask the attorney with Tom Luca if you have any uh, legal issues, especially criminal stuff, because he's a former, a former prosecutor in Miami. That's next on Real Radio 104.1. It's Monday night, 8 o'clock. That means we are talking to Tom Luca. Ask the attorney. Thomas B. Luca in the hideout. 407 And star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Um, J-Dubs, here is the man who took us to Smoky Bones last mm. week. Tom Luca, how's it going, Tom? What's happening, fellas? Not too much. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Uh, thank, I, thank you again for lunch, by the way. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. I'm, I'm glad I was able to you know, show you guys some good barbecue here in town. Oh, I dug it. Yeah, too. it was definitely good food. I'd always been wondering what was going down with the Smoky Bones going in there now. Been liking it a lot, especially when uh, Tom pays. Mm-hmm. Um, Any time you want to pay for lunch, <laughs> we're there, buddy. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> Ask the attorney with Tom Luca if you have any legal issues. Here's the big thing to remember uh, with uh, Tom as well is that he is a former Miami prosecutor. So, especially on the criminal side of stuff. That's where you want to get in on his expertise. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Let's go to uh, Steve in Oviedo. You're next up in the High Down Rural Radio. Ask the attorney with Tom Luca. Go ahead, Steve. Hey, bud. I got a quick question. Hope you got good news for me. I got a DUI without driving, and I always thought that D stood for driving. Um I was, my brother and I were driving to avoid a car accident. My brother hit a curb, blew out the tire on my truck. We both got out of the car, went separate directions, walk up to one light, and I walked to the other. I was confronted by a police officer. They asked me if I was driving the car. I said no. Um, they said that an eyewitness had seen me get out of the vehicle. And because I had a strong odor of alcohol and refused a field sobriety test, they took me to jail at that point. Um, I was arrested. I blew for him because I wasn't driving. I went to jail, just got out last night, and um, 
my question is, should I be concerned and hire an attorney? Is this something that it was just a false arrest and hopefully the state will just drop it? Um, unfortunately, I'm sorry, I have some bad news for you. Okay. The state can file charges against you on a DUI for that kind of thing, specifically because they have what they call, the, they have two things. In every DUI, the state needs two things. Number one, they need to have you being intoxicated, strong odor of alcohol, evidence of impairment. Number two, what they call the wheel, meaning that someone, whether it be an officer, third party, video camera, something shows you in actual physical control of that vehicle at some time right before you were arrested or caught, basically. Okay. So if they do have, in fact, a witness who says that you are driving, then they can go forward on that. Now, how strong a case is that? Not very. But you're probably still going to have to go to get an attorney to fight it because the issue is still going to be whether you are actually driving that car or not. All right, uh, Steve, uh, get a hold of Tom at 407-895-8887. That's 407-895-8887. Now, he did one of the big things that we actually learned from having lunch with you, Tom, and that is shut up. Don't say a word. Don't even say that you weren't driving. Do you say you weren't driving or you just say, I'm not saying anything? It's probably easier if you just say nothing, because why give them an opportunity to question you further? No, that that was one thing that when we when we sat down and we had lunch, because we were just talking about the law and all kinds of fun stuff. And, you know, the, the big thing that uh, that Tom Luca, and that's the attorney right now at 407-916-1041, uh, said was, just don't say anything. Uh, more than like, because eventually at some point, you know, that could be used against you. It just, just shut the hell yeah, up. Yeah, don't uh, don't give an opportunity to put your own foot in your mouth. Whatever you say is always going to be used against you. Whether you think it's helping yourself or not, it will always be used against you down the road. All right, uh, let's go to Lou in Oakland. Uh, ask the attorney uh, in the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. What's up, Lou? Hey, good evening. Uh, good show, you guys. I'm glad I was turning in tonight. Uh, quick question. I was burglarized about a month ago, jewelry and an antique Colt 45 pistol that is still functional. And they're still, they have some suspects. My worry is what if this weapon turns up in like an armed robbery or something like that, God forbid. What are my liabilities? Have you reported the weapon stolen? Yes, I did. Then you have no liabilities. Thank you. Your liabilities end as soon as you report that weapon is stolen. Okay, because I was led to believe otherwise. Okay, thank you. No problem. Hey, there you go. Nice. That was nice and simple. Yeah, I've always been led to believe that if you have a gun and it gets stolen, no matter if you report it or not, if, that, if that's used in some way, you can be held responsible for it you can people have tried to to hold pe- other people responsible for it mm-hmm. but once like i said if you've kept that weapon in your own home and it was locked up inside your house and somebody burglarized you 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 have no liability past that there have been some cases where the court where attorneys and people have tried to assign liability to private individuals for that reason but as as long as you immediately report the weapon stolen and get the police involved, it shows on your part a complete and total uh, lack of negligence. And so they, they really leaves the, leaves the uh, private or the other attorney nowhere to go with their case. Nice. Uh, ask the attorney with Tom Luca, lucalaw.com, L-U-K-A-Law.com. Right, what if maybe you hadn't registered that weapon yet? Then you're looking at a little bit different story. Because right. if you have not taken the correct steps to... A, register the weapon, and also notify the police that there is a stolen firearm out there that could be used and, you know, the make, model, caliber, serial number, 
that they should be on the lookout for, then technically you could be held liable for not informing them, and that's a negligent act. Failure to act is sometimes negligence. All right, fair enough. Uh, let's go to Joshua, who's at UCF. Uh, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What do you got, Joshua? What's up, hideout? What's up, Esquire, Luca? What? <laughs> What's up, Joshua? <laughs> hey, man, uh, this has been killing me forever. I had a professor in college. He was a history professor told me that if I was ever driving drunk for some reason, and I knew I was drunk, that when I got pulled over to not get out of the car at any circumstance and not to and just to deny the sobriety test and hand over my license, and and the whole thing would be better managed. Is there any validity to that? That is absolutely good advice. That history professor probably had some at least experience <laughs> <laughs> in that kind of in that kind of uh, situation because that is exactly right. If you do not give any indication to the officer that you are intoxicated, then that officer cannot testify later that you either slurred your speech, that you smelled of alcohol, that you're that you were having trouble walking, that you had you failed any of the sobriety tests. He has leaves him nothing, no evidence to prove that you were actually intoxicated. Nice. More specifically, he said, uh, you know, then you call the tow truck or whatever, have him come get your car if you're sober enough, and then uh, the next day you can go get a permit, even though you lost your license, to go to church, work, and school. Well, you, it's not actually the next day, but you can't apply for a hardship license, and then it's up to the DMV, yes, to give you that that limited license. Right. Wow, damn fine but to know that thing, man. You, you uh, again, uh, it's Ask the Attorney with Tom Luca, 407-895-8887, LucaLaw.com. You know, the guy was talking earlier about the DUI, and uh, he wasn't driving, but he still got charged with it. The other thing I didn't realize, and I, we had mentioned it briefly last week, but driving under the influence could also mean under the influence of Vicodin or anything. Any, any kind anything of... Anything pills, anything. Anything that uh, impairs you, I guess. That's right. Driving anything under, anything that alters, that impairs your ability to do, to uh, drive a vehicle. Yeah, Tommy. Driving on Vicodin has never yielded any bad results for me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Tommy uh, got... I mean, Not only do I see one green light, I see three of them. <laughs> Tommy really got in bad shape one time in an accident uh, while he was under the influence of Vicodin. No, I was fine. My car was just totaled. Yeah. And you, he literally... How did you not die? Because I've seen the pictures from that. I don't know. It was like when it happened, everything was in slow motion. Like, my legs should have been crushed by Must the door. Must have been some good Vicodin. It, it was. It was really good. <laughs> uh, let's Believe it or not, that's actually happened. The more... If you get in an accident... There have been studies that show that if you're intoxicated, your body the l- goes limp, and you simply you go with the crash a lot easier. Yeah, I've heard that, that if uh, you are intoxicated, instead of clenching up and tensing up because you're about to get in an accident, you uh, are more uh, yeah. just loose. I started laughing, and then I moved my leg out of the way before the car came through it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, so I should just drive on Vicodin all the time. Then. No, no, do not. Uh, let's go to Tony on 75. Yes, you're in the hideout on uh, Real Radio with that's the attorney, Tom Luca. What's up, hey Tom? What do you got, I got Tony? A question for you. Uh, the PTI program. Yes. How extensive is the background check for that program? It's. Is it nationwide? Is it, it is statewide? nationwide. They do what's known as well. They do what's known as a, a National Crime Information Center check on you. So what's yes, it is. What's the penalties of perjury? I'm sorry. What's the penalties of perjury? There are no penalties of perjury. You will, and all, well, there are penalties of perjury, but it's very unlikely that the state will pursue them. In all likelihood, your worst penalty is they're going to bounce you out of the program. 
fucking great. Oh, oh. I, I got it. I got it. Thanks. Tony, uh, Tony just lost it. What's the PTI thing? PTI is pretrial intervention. Okay. For certain crimes, the state attorney's office has a program where if you do a certain, you take a class, you do a certain number of community service hours, and basically you stay out of trouble for between six months and a year, they'll dismiss their, your case for you. But it only applies to certain crimes. Like, it does not apply to DUIs, it does not apply to uh, a lot of a lot of crimes, anything serious, robbery, anything just having to do with violence usually, other than domestic violence, but the pretrial uh, intervention program is a guarantee, if, you, if you're like a first-time offender, and you're liable to stay out of trouble. It's a good. It's a good idea because it keeps you. It's a guarantee that your case will get dismissed at the end of it. Yeah, I had a lot of friends that uh, got into like a DUI trouble or something. They checked right into like the AA or something, hoping it would help them out. And it usually didn't do a whole lot. For DUIs, it won't do too much. But yeah. for minor drug possession, it's a pretty good. It's a pretty good deal. Hmm. Ashley Attorney with Tom Luca, LucaLaw.com, or uh, you can get a hold of him at 407-895-8887. Now, here's our buddy Destro. I know you do a lot of criminal stuff, but it seems like he has more of a civil question. He says he has a motorcycle and didn't have insurance on it. If he lets someone ride it and they were to wreck it, they promise to pay for it and get it fixed but never do. Is there anything he can legally do to them, or should he just find them and kill them? All right, obviously you don't go find them and kill them, but is there anything he can do to them legally, even if he doesn't have insurance on it and they well, promised? Yeah, sure, absolutely. If they promised to fix it, they're the ones who broke it. Did the person have, well, obviously the person had some sort of personal insurance, uh, I, I'm assuming. Yeah, um, let's see. He didn't have it on the motorcycle. It doesn't have to be on the motorcycle. It has to be on the person. Okay, is so the person who was uh, was driving it? Yes. Ah, okay. Well, he typed it to him on the instant messenger, so... We'll take him to tell that uh, to take that next step on it. All right, very good. Uh, one more question here, and ask the attorney for Tom, with Tom Luca, uh, LucaLaw.com, L-U-K-A-Law.com, or 407-895-8887. Let's go to Ryan and Altamont. What do you got, Ryan? All right, just wondered. You guys said to stay in your car and hand over your license, and I wondered if the police could force you to take a blood or urine test if they had suspicions that you had been drinking. They cannot force you to take blood or urine unless you're in an accident and are not in a position to consent to that uh, blood or urine test. Okay. But Thank other than that, much. they cannot force you to take any any kind of breathalyzer, blood, or urine test. Ah, interesting. Oh, great. Love the show, guys. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. All right. There he is, our buddy. Uh, ask the attorney, Tom Luca. Uh, again, LucaLaw.com or 407-895-8887. A lot of stuff we didn't get into uh, this week that we want to probably get into uh, next week. But the uh, the criminal, and you have some great stories, too. We were hanging, <laughs> yeah. We were hanging out there. Uh, and Dubs, Dubs, you have some interesting stories, too, that we need to get into at some point. I've been through it. Yeah. <laughs> I've been through a lot of law stuff. Uh, we appreciate it, Tom. Hey, no problem, guys. Anytime. My pleasure. Well, Thanks for having me on. Uh, and by the way, we'll uh, probably even have uh, Tom on at some point in the future, too, in case we ever have any. Uh, he'll be the legal expert here in the hideout. We we run across a case we need some info on. Ooh, the the big one. Hey, real fast while we have you, Tom. Sure. Marcus Vick. Yes. Um, what's the big thing, Chunks? He was at a Blacksburg McDonald's waving a pistol around? Yeah, I guess he's just waving a gun around. He got arrested right before, uh... Allegedly, and he had just gotten kicked off the team at Virginia Tech. Well, you want to show everybody he has a cannon. 
Uh, oh, come on. And now... He uh, throw a ball right to the chest. And now he's uh, waving a... I guess it depends on what the laws are in Virginia. As far as... He's um, a big fan of the fun and gun offense. Okay. Thank you. Hmm. Uh, I thought it was run and gun. Uh, <laughs> no, it's fun and gun. Eh? The old... Uh... What, what if... You know, at some point, you know what I want to do? I want to talk more about the gun laws with you, uh, Tom, and what exact, especially how it varies, because you were always, you were describing the differences between Florida and how Florida is so different from a lot of the other states in the union. But we'll get into that next time. Okay. Well, I mean, I can talk about Marcus. You know, Marcus Vick. The problem with him, I think he's on probation. For, I'm not sure, and don't quote me on this, but I think he's on probation for another criminal charge that he picked up last year. Okay, quote. Which is why they kicked him off the team last year. So he might be in a lot more trouble than just with the gun, just waving a gun around in the McDonald's. All right, these quotes have been uh, grabbed, and we're going to send them to the AP wire. And now uh, <laughs> Thomas Lucas said that, and uh, expect a phone call. We appreciate it, buddy. <laughs> Great. Uh, we'll talk <laughs> to you later, bro. All right, take it easy. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the Hideout. Speaking of football dubs, uh, this guy did something at the Cincinnati game. That really boggles my mind, and uh, I want to share it with you next in the hideout on Row Radio 104.1. In the backfield on second down and nine, they go to the three receiver set, bringing in Chris Henry. Going for the deep ball, looking for Johnson, he's under it, and taken off down the sideline, down to the 23 of Pittsburgh. And Palmer was walloped after the throw. I did not see what happened, happened to Carson Palmer. Kimo Von Ohoffen hits him at the left knee. Kimo Von it looks like he's almost all oh, in the knee. That is yeah. a tough shot. And what an unbelievable throw he made down the field. Kimo Von Ohoffen, who began his career as a Bengal. Six years. They're warming up Kitna. Palmer injured on only the second snap. How does it feel, Pittsburgh? Not deserving to move on. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Welcome back in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1 half and Dubs. The Steel City stealing the win. I mean, really. I was disgusted by that. They, dirty, they, dirty, dirty. They had a rough time in there with Kitna. Imagine if Palmer was in there. It wouldn't game. have even been close. Bengals got tired. Defense, I mean. Oh, yeah, because they couldn't uh, keep the offense on this field long enough because you guys go out there and roll up on someone's leg. Just cheating, essentially. I saw the guy bear crawling over to get to him. <laughs> Come on. I don't know about that. He seemed to look uh, a little bit um, sorry about it. But... No, he didn't. Of course. You're, oh, you're yeah, always course. sorry once that happens. I just want to take him out for a couple quarters to get us a lead. Just cheating. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. It's a hideout road radio 104.1. Who are they matching up with next? Ah, uh, it is Steelers versus, mm, is it, uh, Here's I think a, they're going up against, um, the Patriots? No, not no, Indy. Indy. It is. Yep. It's Steelers versus Indy. Yep. You're going to get your asses handed to you there, so don't even worry about it. Here's what they ought to do. Whenever, you know, a team like that just blatantly cheats, and blows out the uh, knee of the opposing star, hmm. they ought to have, I don't know, somebody like Jesse Ventura come in. Now, Ted Nugent. And then shoot 
the opposing quarterback in the knee and blow out his knee. That way it's even. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe just like a ball-ping hammer right on top of their kneecap. Yeah, don't even shoot it because that could do more damage. I'm just saying, you know, make make them feel what the other guy's feeling. Just grab a... uh, Maybe have Barry Bonds come in with a nice 34-inch, 31-ounce bat and just take a nice hack at Roethlisberger. That big Ben retard. Isn't he the most annoying guy to look at? Overrated. Overrated. Just like the Steelers. And I don't know if my hatred for the Steelers comes from being a Cowboys fan. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, they fueled up the bus, and they're riding to... Uh, and enough of the I, bus already, too. I, I, no, enough of the catchphrases and like uh, just little extra things to go along with the Steelers. Terrible towel, the bus, um, stupid big chin coach. Cheater douches. Pouring Steel the, curtain. Pouring the Heinz bottle every time you guys score a touchdown at your field. Crybaby Bradshaw. All those catchphrases they like to run out there. Mm-hmm. Jason in Daytona, you're in the hideout of rural radio. All right, first of all, Steelers still would have beat him if Carson Powell Oh, was come playing. on. There's what? no way. You know, I guess y'all didn't watch the first game whenever they had everybody healthy. That, was the, fir- that. that was the first game. 23-27. All right, you, and you can't talk to a Steelers fan either. Uh, and no. who won the second game? Didn't Cincinnati win the second game? Yeah. Oh, who won the second game? Cheating. Crawl. Just bear crawling into the leg. I could drop right here, but I think I'm going to do an extra roll. Yeah. Not like the fat man couldn't have just fallen down. He had to keep going. Brant and Winterhaven, you're in the hideout. He was blocked in no, the quarterback. He, he was blocked, but then he started crawling like a wheelbarrow. There was no crawling. He fell into him. And that score was 31-17. to 17. What happened to that? I mean, they just gave it, up. At the, at the end, when you don't have your quarterback, yes, you uh, tend to give up a little bit. When the wind is taken out of your sails in, in the, the second, second play, play, and by the way, uh, you can at least acknowledge that if Paul Palmer had been in there, what was that, a 62-yard play, his mm-hmm. first pass, before you uh, ruined him? By the way, lucky for him, he signed that contract. Oh, yeah. Nine-year deal, was it? A week earlier. Set. It's amazing how that happens, isn't it? And Matt Albert says, uh, his hatred from the annoying Steelers fans is that they're everywhere. And you know the fan base is only that big because of the bandwagoners from the 70s teams. <sighs> Boy. All right, you know, Matt Albert says, how about nice Kathy Bates coming in with a sledgehammer and a wood block to hobble Roethlisberger just to pay back for Palmer? I hope he breaks his stupid head on that stupid motorcycle. He loves to brag about riding around. He's so fat nowadays, he may just be walking down the stairs and blow out an Achilles. Hey, speaking of the uh, Cincinnati game. When he's talking about riding a hog, it's the last chick that banged him. Or just him taking care of himself. (laughs) Or maybe he's just talking about some love he has for the bus. That guy's getting fat, too. Oh, my God, come on. You may as well just put a nice 72 on him and slap a C on the side of his helmet and call him the refrigerator. say slap a C across his chin. 
And Tommy says, off uh, topic, he'd love to see Matt Albert on a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like that, uh, like a bear on a unicycle? Like that uh, picture, that, the, the one fat guy picture that they have in the uh, Guinness Book of World Records of the two twins yeah, running away on the motorcycle. And the motorcycles are like caving under the pressure. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of in Cincinnati, um, so check this out. There was a dude there. It was uh, his first date with uh, his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. His first date, which, by the way, I think this is pretty cool, a good first date, was the 91 Bengals playoff match. And so they decided to let fate uh, like plan to the relationship. And the couple agreed that they'd get married the next time the Bengals made it to the postseason. Oh, now, this is 91. Didn't they go into the Super Bowl? In 91, or when did... did I know, that was, what, 88 or 87? Okay, so it was earlier. But they're figuring, hey, we're in the playoffs. Every time your team's in the playoffs, you think, we're getting back next year. It might have been like 83, because it was, it was one in Pontiac. So, whatever the case, though, the, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. So the Bengals, they decide, hey, next time Bengals make it to the playoffs, we're going to get married. And so they may have even possibly been thinking, there's a chance next year we're going to get married. Mm-hmm. Fifteen years. These sons of bitches wait to get married. Oh, they're still together? Yeah. So as it turns out, in a parking lot full of fellow fans, they exchanged wedding vows. And check this. Who day bracelets instead of rings. Who day? Who day? Who day take over with them bangles? So, now here's my question. Dubs... Is Do you it, think when he uh, when he performs oral on her, he calls it the icky shuffle? I know that's what After I call 15 it. Fifteen years, I, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. So Dubs, I say it's time for you to do the same thing. The next time the 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 Lions make it to the playoffs, you finally marry that chick of yours. I'll say this: go to hell. Be a man. Do what Jim Reed did with Sandy Reed, who now Sandy Reed, and marry his chick when his beloved team made it to the playoffs. I've been thinking a lot about it. Go to hell. Thought a little bit more about it. You can go straight there. So when I was uh, early on in life, uh, the woman that I eventually ended up marrying and divorcing, mm-hmm. uh I told her, and this was way, or this was like when I was in college, so this is like 98, mm-hmm. 99, uh, tell you what, we'll get engaged when the Mavericks make the playoffs, and at that time there was no hope, they were winning 11 games, mm-hmm. and I'll marry you when they win a championship. Oh, so you had the same lame idea that this guy had. Yes. Now, do you realize there's something about guys where we tie together the two things, well, like how many times do women and proposals happen at sports games? Well, here's the thing. Uh, the, the, the whole marriage thing and the engagement thing, the whole process is such a girly thing. We have a need to butch it up a little bit. That's why we have the bachelor party, and that's why guys want to tie it into sports, and they try to work it around the football schedule. You'll, you will not see a football fan get married during football season, because you know he's going to miss a Sunday over it. 407-916-1041, Guys are tying together sports 
and relationships all the time. Now, do you think on one hand it's, hey, my sports team will do really well, so I'm willing to take that hit in my personal life? Like, I want a Detroit Lions championship so bad I'm even willing to get married. I'll sell my soul for it, basically. I'll sell my life for it. My life is done. I will give up the rest of my life and poon forever if I can only see the Mavericks celebrate on that American Airlines uh, center uh, floor. You see, this dumbass who did it in Cincy, though, he just said next time they go back to the playoffs. Well, I guess in Cincinnati, that's a big deal. I mean, I would love to see it in Detroit, but it wouldn't be a thing to get married about. Are you sure? Are you sure you don't want to take a page out of this guy's book and tell your chick, hey, I want to be with you the rest of my life as, as soon as Matt Millen can get the lines to the playoffs? You know, you asked me this about th- three minutes ago. been thinking a lot about it. Go to hell. Maybe that's the caveat. You say it has to be a Matt Millen-led Detroit Lions team. Now you put it like that. You go to hell. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Hefe and Dubs on a uh, Monday night, 407-916-1041. I'm a big fan of the chingy. 888 Yeah, I dig it, too. The ching-ching, as I call him. So this dude uh, finally gets married to his chick. And in 91, they said the next time the Bengals make the playoffs, we're going to get married because that was their first date. Okay. And they had to wait 15 years, and it happened on... Uh, what was was that was that game yesterday? That was uh, that was yesterday, yeah. I mean, as it turns out, uh, Palmer blows out his knee because of the cheating Steelers. And uh, I, I think it's kind of the cheating wife thing too. I think that's a whole. And that's what it's going to be marked with—just mm-hmm. a ton of infidelity. The marriage. Now you are a huge Mavericks fan. Oh, the biggest. Haven't We're been actually all... wearing the gear right now. Haven't seen them win a championship. Never. Never even seen them get to the big dance. Actually, they got to the Western Conference Finals, but once, not the game. But not the uh, not the uh, not the actual finals. No, actually, they got the Western Conference Finals twice. What would you do to uh, see them win a championship if it guaranteed them winning the championship? Um, I wouldn't get married again. Would you give a handy? Oh hell yeah! Now who to who? To anybody or just ah? Uh, Chunks. Yeah, I'd do that for Mavs championship. Mm-hmm. Does he have completion? To, does he have to know? Who? Or anybody else have to know? Or is that just me? Uh, me just, every time you look over in that booth, both of you'll know. But that's about it. His hair will know. Yeah, I'd do it. Okay. What, man? It's a Mavericks championship. He's got me for life, though. So? What do I get? He has soft hands. What are you worried about? Does he? Actually, no, I got calluses. Well, then it's off, then. That's disgusting. Okay. Use Jergens, and maybe I'll reconsider. Hulkaloogie. Be a man. All right, would you uh, wear women's underwear for a full year? Oh, yeah, of course. I would have to tell you guys. Well, we'd eventually find out. You'd bend over or something. We'd see the uh, the frill. Um, Let's go to Brent first. Brent's on the road in the hideout on road radio. What do you got, Brent? Yeah, we, uh, my girlfriend and I made a bet on the last Super Bowl. I'm from New England, Massachusetts, and she's from Philly, so we had a bet who was going to be the sexual slave for the night on who won. And you got to How do whatever, work out? You got to do whatever you want. It wanted. worked out great because it was going to be, if, they, if the Eagles won, it was going to be flowers and scented candles and stuff. And uh, if it was uh, New England, it was going to be wet, wild, and uh, 
slightly painful. Nice. Now, yeah. if she really wanted to make it a bet, yeah. she would have she would have went down the Premier Adult Factory outlet, got a strap on, and said, "Hey, oh, you're my slave tonight." <laughs> That's a just drink. to even just scare you. Maybe not even use it, just to scare you a little bit. Uh, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. That's the other thing you got to think too. How pissed would you be if you were a chick and you're getting engaged at a uh, a big stinky football game? Yeah, at a lo- at Ford Field. Now the Ford Field is a great facility. Not oh, please. Cathedral side. Oh, I'm. I think it would it'd be much like a Catholic church. Hmm. There's a lot of abuse going on in there. Usually it's of the lions. Yeah. Usually Matt Millen just walking around and raping his way All through. All right. Uh, Come on. That's just a, that's not even right. All right, more of these scenarios. Would I do it for my Mavericks to win a championship? Sounds like no meat, and- no meat for a year, not one little bit. Nothing with meat. No meat extract and food. What about the chunks thing though? Is that still standing? No, nah, I mean this is a completely different bet. Oh, okay. Guarantees a victory. No meat at all. If you do, they'll never win one again. If you make the bet and welch on it, I hate vegetarians too. Man, that would be a tough one. But to win a championship, yeah, and I figure I'll lose some weight, too. But if you did accidentally... I wouldn't. I, mean, you, I no, wouldn't. I'm saying you have to check every label. That's you, if fine. If you have something with fish or like uh, chicken or something No fish? It, no fish. Fish doesn't count as meat. It does, too. It's a living uh No, animal. it's like a fruit or something. No, it's chunks. What if you had to be a vegan? Not only can you not eat meat, but you couldn't drink like milk or have anything that, that came from an that's animal. That's easier than the handy. Absolutely, I'd do that. No, I'd do the handy before I'd... I know that part for a year. Of course, because you're on the verge anyway. I mm-hmm. see what you do on the weekend pretending to be a gay man online here in Orlando. Mm-hmm. All right, now Tommy brings up, would you really want to even marry a chick that wanted to get married at a sporting event? If she's doing it for you. If it, if it was her idea, probably not. But if it's your idea and here's it's a, a deal breaker for her. Here's the thing. Even if she was doing it for me, I wouldn't want to do it. Because I think, what's wrong with her? <laughs> she probably likes girls. You should be able to tell that by the haircut. Huh. <laughs> what if it was her idea? Hey, let's wear. Uh, you'll wear the home Harrington jersey. I'll wear the away Harrington jersey. No, you don't do that. You do the. Uh, you wear the quarterback. She wears the receiver jersey. Just so she knows who's getting the balls. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Huh? Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. All right, Matt says. Fact. Super Bowl Sunday is the day with the least amount of marriages. I think that's more so because you're not going to get anybody to show up at your wedding on Super Bowl Sunday. That's true. I mean, even if you don't like football, you know either your dad does, your brothers, or someone in your family, your friends, they're not going to go to your wedding on Super Bowl Sunday. Have you guys ever gotten an invitation? Like, has any of your friends gotten married on Super Bowl Sunday? None of my no, friends. but I've had friends try to get married, like, uh, on even a regular Sunday of a football season. I say no. You think that's why the majority of uh, weddings go on in the in the summer? Mm-hmm. Summer and uh, spring, yeah. Because of football. I would say that has something to do with it. I think that's way off. I just think it's because it's better weather. No, the fall's pretty nice. I think, I bet probably down here, majority of weddings, fall. Fall and spring, but up north, summer. I bet it even breaks down that way. Hmm. 407-916-1041, 888 
Sebastian in Orlando, you're in the hideout. J-Dubs, you should have told me you were gay before I let you touch my penis. C-Dubs? I mean, I thought that was implied. You're right, that was implied. I just wonder. Hmm. Tanner and Kissimmee, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Tanner? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to tell you about a wedding that I went to. It was probably one of the best weddings I've ever been to. It was a combination Super Bowl party and wedding. At the same time, they had a like a five-minute wedding ceremony, and then they broke out into a huge Super Bowl party, and the coolers popped out from the size of beer. And it was, it was beer and pizza and then wedding cake. It was probably the best wedding I've ever been to. That wouldn't be bad. Now, if you could find someone to combo it like that, then maybe. But again, most chicks have this idea of what their wedding's going to be like. And it doesn't involve the Super Bowl at all. Hey, diamond rings. They get handed out that night. It's a whole night about the diamond ring. All right, Dubs, do this then. Give that chick of yours some hope and tell her when the Lions are in the Super Bowl, you'll get married. I'm sorry, I'm giving chunks of handy. Over marrying your chick? <laughs> That's just getting me in the, the big dance. Oh, boy. All right, now, Dubs, now, did you hear about this? Speaking of marriage, because at some point, you're going to need to use these erectile dysfunction pills. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently, the pills are out in the NFL. They're out? Viagra, Levitra, Cialis. We won't be seeing those in the Super Bowl this year? Any of those ads for uh, the... Uh... I guess they decided to pull out on the sponsor deal. <laughs> well, nice, nice wacky wordplay there. I didn't mean it like that. So, And that was always the best thing, too, about sitting there watching the game with your dad. And watching some old man throw a ball through a, through a tire, and that's supposed to simulate uh, the, him, him being able to get it up again. And it wasn't uncomfortable until your dad reaches for a pad and pen and starts writing down and trying to spell out Cialis. And you're thinking, oh, man. Look us up on the web, boy. No, I'm... 24 years old. I don't want to look it up on the web for you anymore. But uh, you know, I don't know if. And then what? Again, there's just so much that's tied in with sex and sports, or mm-hmm. marriage and relationships and sports. That's the funniest thing about it. There can be sexually suggestive ads for uh, Pepsi or whatever, you know, girl, uh, GoDaddy.com, anything, anything else. But when you're actually dealing with a sexual problem that many men have problems with. They can't show it anymore. Right. They can suggest all they want while selling a cola. But when they're actually selling a pill, and they usually don't have big banging breasts in the commercial or anything, it's usually a fairly serious commercial. What you need are the cheerleaders or um, even Jessica Simpson, who's in the Pepsi commercial. What you really need to fix ED is a new chick. Have you ever thought about the fact that you're never not excited if you're with a new chick? Like after you Or if even, you're running a batch. Like even after you have sex with her, you're even still ready to go. Think about the last time you've been in a relationship longer than six months and you've tried to go again. Uh we'll do it tomorrow. It South the, Park is on. It must be the condom. <laughs> you know I can't handle these things. Meanwhile, you just got that same poon looking back at you. Just thinking, you're just like, you know, I don't want to do that. I've been there already. What am I, like Lewis and Clark trying to rediscover the West Coast? No.
I want to go south with someone else. That's actually the last thing you want to do after you've been with the chick for six months is go south. Yeah. Canada looks nice. <laughs> maybe you need to keep going south to the other side of the world. Oh, I think you may be right. Then what drink the water. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, and star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Dubs, we were talking about the uh, NFL no mm-hmm. longer doing the erectile dysfunction um, clients. And uh, according to Matt Albert, Viagra said it had been a long, hard run, but it was time to finish. The campaign. Mm. Well, it's been really hard on him. Who? Matt? No. Viagra. Oh. And I think, really, the NFL is going soft. Don't get down about it, though. They're just limping away from the whole thing. Now, I, just, I wonder if any of these are actually thinking they got the shaft. I just wish the NFL would throw them a bone. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Because apparently the penis pills are out of the NFL. It's not going to happen anymore for Viagra, Levitra, Cialis. Well, NFL has put up some stiff rules, and I think uh, everybody has to follow through with them. Anything to get the blood flowing there. Yeah. I mean, for ideas. it, It does take balls to pull off an ad. Yeah, especially when you're going like that. Absolutely. But don't think Viagra's just going to shrivel up and go away. They'll, they'll still be around. Dubs also coming up tonight. Uh, whose weekend was it? In the hideout door prize blowout. Uh, let's talk to our buddy Sir Gary. Sir Gary the Prophet, hideout news director. What's going on, Good Sir Gary? Happy Jacobs. I out tonight. Great. Did you just call me Jacobs? I think he did call you Jacobs, and that's actually, how'd you know that was his real name? It's Dro and Jacobs. Yes, sir. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I misunderstood you when you were talking. Right. That's easy. Yeah, exactly. Hey, uh, Chunk says he doesn't think the ads are getting a rise out of the yes, audience sir. anymore. Uh-huh. So, so that could be. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. What's going on in the news, sir, Gary? Well, um, today, uh, they, uh, a guy uh, got shot in his car out in the Osceola County area today. Got shot in his car? I did not hear about that. Yeah, so that happened in Osceola County today, and, uh, and uh, they, they, they caught out a robot. The robot could, couldn't find nothing in his car, so his car got bombed. I did not hear about that. Why do you... Does uh, Osceola uh, Cali, uh, County, is that a tough county? Is that a tough neighborhood? Uh, I don't know. It's in the... It's in the um, St. Cloud area near yeah. Mm-hmm. That can get tough. Yes, sir. All right. K-Mike says, stop with the puns. You're hurting my brain. <laughs> uh, how was uh, church yesterday, Sir Gary? I was unable to go to church. I woke up late, t- uh, about 10.30, and I didn't get a chance to go. It was real cold, too. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Well, what are you going to do to make up for it? I'm going to go to church this coming Thursday night for the prayer meeting at 7 p.m. at the uh, we hope everybody's at the church in Middle Middle Street with our garden runners and adventures pastor. I miss Pray long and hard. Every I- Sunday dinner ground from twelve to one the public's invited then. Alright, so Gary, thank you, God buddy. Have a Enjoy your program. You too. Sam and Altamont, you're in the highlight on Road Radio. What do you got, Sam? Hey, what's going on, my guys? Mm-hmm. Yo, dude. Hey, I just wanted to say uh I think it's uh I think you guys are punny. 
<laughs> and I also want to say that I think it's the quarterbacks that have this whole push for stopping Viagra in the NFL because, I mean, they're not the quarterbacks of the centers. I mean, who who wants a quarterback standing right behind you with a raging heart on? All right, you can't. That's just a little too much. We are punny, though. Mm-hmm. That I agree with. Not if you take uh, Viagra. It'll make it things bigger. Um, Petman says, the, the NFL really has gotten stiffer since Nipplegate at last year's halftime show. Mm-hmm. That was two years ago, wasn't it? Was that two years ago? Mm-hmm. Last year was Paul McCartney. Oh. Who's going to be in the Super Bowl this year, Dubs? This year, I'm saying Seahawks-Colts. I'm taking the top runners in both. Add a way to go out on a limb. Hey. If it's not the Seahawks, it'll be the Panthers. For me, I'm thinking all Florida Super Bowl, Bucks and Jags. Mm, both of them lost. What? Yeah, I think they're both. Aren't they both in the NFC? No. no, no, Jags are in the NFC. Really? Both of them lost this weekend. Jags lost the, uh, to uh, the uh, Patriots, and Bucks lost to the Redskins. You should know. I didn't pay attention when I was mm. out there. I got to tell you about that. Uh, the spread. Up at Raymond James Stadium. I'll talk about that more in a bit because we have uh, it's possibly related to a game show that we're going to play. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. It's Star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Uh, also coming up, some terrifying internet facts. Eleven friends uh, that every guy has, like type of friend. We'll get to that too in the hideout on Real Radio one zero four point one. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. It's all Hefe and J-Dubs live on a Monday night. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Dubs, uh, would you consider yourself a happy person? For the most part, yeah, I hit my uh, my spells, but for the most part, I would say overall, uh, I'm a happy person. Happy-go-lucky? Yeah. Most of the time, I'm able to find the uh, the best part of a situation. Hmm. Now, would you consider me a happy person? No. I would say you're a miserable person. Why do you think it is? Other than you earlier, you said lack of sleep. I think lack of sleep has a lot to do with it. Uh, also, I, I just don't think there's any pleasing you. Personally. I don't think there's a way you can be happy with yourself. Uh, is it that I can't be happy with myself, or you guys are constant disappointments? How are we constant disappointments? No, I'm just asking. Don't get defensive. We're I'm trying, not, we're I'm trying to help defensive. me. Of course we are. Isn't that what we do here? More than you'll ever know. What, Chunks, you agree with the dubs? Yeah, uh, Yes, I do. There's no pleasing me? Yeah, but I'm only saying it because he said it first. I, I didn't. I don't want to get yelled at. So what? Please. You can't come through here and have a differing opinion and try to help the show. I, I can, but then I get I get yelled at because sometimes you get angry uh, when there's a dissenting opinion and you, and you get mad. But jo- joining us in the hideout because I don't know if this is a problem for everybody else, but it is uh, apparently an issue for me from Prevention Magazine. Uh, Denise Foley. Uh, actually, we had her in the hideout once before. How you doing, Denise? I'm good. How are you? Uh, obviously, I guess I'm uh, depressed and sad all the time. Oh uh, no! According to my uh, my partners here in the hideout, uh, I have a lot of quote unquote issues. Yeah. Oh. What can we do to be happier in quote two- unquote uh, in 2006, Denise? 
Well, you know, um, we have a story in the magazine which is um, basically reporting on some interesting new research that found that there are a number of things that people can do to have more lasting happiness. You know, if you won the lottery tomorrow, you would be happy for a while, but it it wouldn't necessarily last for you. Mm -hmm. But there are things that you can do. Buy a new car. Hooker. Well, yeah. (laughs) But but again, it's not going to last for a long time because the car is going to get old. and Then you buy a new one. Uh, well, you know, you can only do that so much. But one of the things that the lottery. Folks, <laughs> one, one, one of the things that the folks did, which might help you enormously, is that um, to be for lasting happiness, these folks spent a few minutes every night writing down um, what what had gone well during the day. You know what? Maybe we should do that on the show. Yeah. All right. What went well? Uh, I won an argument with Hefe about smoking. Actually, earlier. I could be happy it. about that. It's overwhelming that you lost that, hmm? Dubs. Uh, all right, so what went well uh, in le- at the end of the day? I like that. Let's see. All right, let's let's write. Let's practice it now. Okay, talking to Denise Foley, uh, Prevention Magazine. They got an article on the current uh, issue about being happier. Today, I won three games on NBA Live 2006. Let's see. That's uh, that's quite an accomplishment. <laughs> um, today, ooh, I showered. I was, I, you know, and that's maybe you got to lower the standards because, to be perfectly honest, other people can't shower on their own. So maybe I should just be grateful for the fact that I can shower on. My you know own. what? I made me a hot pocket today, and it wasn't frozen in the middle like normal. I right, see. So you know, small victories. Mm-hmm. Is, is that what it's about? This is excellent. Yeah, I found you gotta, out. You're off to a great start. I and found out instead of instead of doing what they said two minutes, I put on for two fifteen, and it gets the middle. There you go. Genius. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Prevention Magazine. Denise Foley. Okay, I like the. I'm really gonna do this in my life. Write down things that I'm happy about. At the end of the day, what's another thing that we could do? Well, I want to tell you why that works. Uh-huh. It works because most of us focus on our weaknesses and the things that we don't do well, and that makes us unhappy. So this is sort of like an antidote to that. I downloaded a new ringtone. Excellent. The greatest love of all, Whitney Houston. That's a good one. Um, I'm happy about that. All right, what's another thing we can do to be happy in 06, Denise Foley? Well, one of the other things that these folks did is that they um, they basically did what, what's called a gratitude visit. They focused on um, thanking somebody who had done something good for them. And they either went to see them to thank them or they wrote them a letter to thank them. What about an email? Uh, you can email people. Okay. And the reason that works is that when you are grateful to someone or for something, it means that you're kind of acknowledging that, that there's good in your life. And um, that that helps to people to feel happy. And it probably helps the person you thank to feel happy, too. All right, so thank people and write things down. Uh, Prevention uh-huh. Magazine, uh, Denise Foley in the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. You know what? My mom should thank me then for answering the phone today because I normally don't do that when she calls. Why, and why I, did you? I don't know. I just felt like, hey. I usually don't answer it. I'll throw her a bone today. Did you thank her for giving birth to you? No. Yeah, I only do that on Mother's Day. I don't even do that. Or maybe when is my, Mother's Day? Maybe on my birthday. Maybe that's part of the problem. Hey, Denise, do you think that's part of the problem that as human beings we're a little too selfish? Well, yeah, absolutely. We're selfish and greedy and and all of those horrible things. But um, you know, if you if you start doing some of these things, you are going to be a happier person. 
All right, what if you feel overwhelmed all the time? Is there anything you can do about that, like in the 06? Is that, like, if that were a problem? If you feel feeling overwhelmed all the time, yeah, man, I, I think everybody has that, don't they? Um, oh, great. So now I'm uh, I'm just like everybody else. You're that's just not like gonna... everybody else. Well, welcome to the club. All right, well, that's not going to help me be happy then. I no. want to feel special. Well, I mean, you have to get rid of some things. Are you Painful related to Mick Foley? Pardon? Are you related to Mick Foley? No. Same things. No, oh. but it would be great. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Denise Foley. Uh, Prevention Magazine, what's another thing we can do to be happy in 06? Well, the other thing that the people in that study did was that they um, they d- identified their top five areas of strength, and then they used one of them in a new way every day for a week. So Chest, legs, forearm. <laughs> mm, Speaking right. of Mick Foley. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so if you think your strength is, um, you know, your ability with people, then you know, what they would suggest that you do is use that ability every day in a different way. You know, help somebody, you know, at your local soup kitchen or whatever. Um, you know, go talk to somebody who needs some help. So but go, poor people uh, upset me. Yeah, or, or go laugh at them. Either way, there's a chance you could be happy. I just don't feel comfortable around them. I don't want to give my money up, and I don't like them. Well, that's not. not your strength, then. No. You have to find your strength, and then you have to use that strength mm. every day. How about hanging out with rich people? Well, is that a strength of yours? Have you been able to accomplish that? No, but I'd love to. And what if you get money out of them? That's a goal. See, that's a goal. That's not a strength. How about setting goals for 2006? Not resolutions, but actual goals. Does that help or no? Yeah, if you make them reasonable enough. I mean, hanging out with rich people is a goal. You could do it if you really set your mind to it. Hmm. All right, let's say it's somebody like Chunks who maybe is, like, sloppy and has no prospects in life. How does, but the, now the thing about him, I think he, it's where my hate for poor people comes from. Now he is happy all the time, though. I mean, have you ever found that maybe people who have more stuff aren't necessarily happy when uh, other people who borderline on being invalids are happy? Well, people are born with that temperament. Some people are born to be happy, and some people are born to be kind of crabby. That I, see, that's me though. See, that's my yeah. problem. I'm crabby. Yeah, but you can. Change. And you have them. No, I no, I got cleared up way long ago. That's why, <laughs> that's why you shave. That's a whole other problem. Uh, Denise Foley from Prevention Magazine here in the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. Talking and, about crabs. Um, all right, so is there anything else that we can do to be happier in life? Well, I think, yeah, I think that there is. I think you have to redefine happiness for yourself because not, you know, happiness isn't necessarily having, you know, everything go your way. Um, there are some people who get their happiness out of being involved in something that they're passionate about, like restoring old cars or collecting things or whatever. What if I name my penis? Would that make me happy? I don't know. Do, will it? You're the one. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm just feeling you out here. <laughs> I don't want to if it's not going to make me happy. I don't want to waste the time. But it might make your penis feel happy. That's that's the thing you mm. need to consider. Um, well, Denise Foley, Prevention Magazine. You have any parting words? Because here's the thing. I don't know if I'm going to be happy or not. I want to name it Randy. It's <laughs> <laughs> a well, studly name, huh? No, not really. That's uh, a goatee. <laughs> is there anything else you can do? Yeah, there is. But you have to, uh, you have to, one of the, the characteristics of people who are the happiest are the, are people who have the ability to love and to be loved. So get out there. Uh oh. Right, are you sure ringtones can't just be the thing about being happy? Maybe no, if you get a nice kinda, ringtone. No, no. And then you start sounding pathetic. You got to get people in your life. Uh-huh. There's nothing pathetic about ringtones, my friend. <laughs> Thank you, Denise. Denise Foley, Prevention Magazine.
All right, I just don't know. I just don't know if I'm going to be able to be happy there. You really think there's no, there's any curing? Um. Okay, come on. What the hell? Where do you go and get that even? Same place I got this. Yeah, I got one today too. I feel really great about it. Makes me happy. Uh, is this the only way you can be happy is to get ringtones? Is this something I could <laughs> it get It really on? brightens up your day. When someone calls you and you hear Toto or Whitney Houston, you just smile. Sam, you say, yeah. Sam in Orlando. Hello. What's going on, Sam? Uh, not so much, man. I just, I had a, uh, I wanted to make a quick, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, there's a lot of static. Um, well, I have a theory where it says that, um, Basically, if you've noticed, from the time you hit puberty till I say you're in your early 30s, and I'm, I'm guessing you're in that age range. Act 27. You go through like the mental, you know, you're, it's like a, it's a side effect of puberty where you know you got all these hormones and your brain changes, so you're you're going to be in a state of you know constant chaos. You know what I'm saying? As far as like you know finding out you know what it is to be an adult and you know just dealing with life in general. And if you notice, like, uh, when, you know, when you're preteen or maybe even younger, you don't know what depression is. You know, no. you have, it's, your brain is not capable of understanding it. See, you're wrong. But, uh, here's the, and here's the reason why you're wrong. I remember being sad and depressed as an elementary school kid. And so now I'm really beginning to wonder and worry if I am just always going to be sad and depressed. Maybe that's you being happy. And you're, you just want too much. Do you think it's that, or do you think you have to deal with those issues that made you sad and depressed as a kid? Do you think you have to confront them and uh, I don't have that confront that bully? I don't have that kind of time. That bully in your head. Well, then just get a ringtone. It that cures seems, all. That seems like a Band-Aid. Hey, could you please keep your phones off during the show? That would actually be kind of nice if you kept your phone off during the show right. while we're here. Let me turn it off. Hold on. 407-916-1041, star-1041. I'm sorry. I'm happy now, dude. Look at me smiling. I've been, I've been now you're driving me crazy. And who the hell is Ronnie? Bennington. <laughs> oh, okay. Does this song make you smile? Actually, this is a very sad, depressing song. But not in this context. It makes me want to be on a different continent. Okay, hold on. Tommy, you used to be... Okay, that doesn't help either. Because right now I have no love. But it's the greatest. Tommy, you used to be real depressed. How'd you fix it? I told you how, and no one will ever go to see my doctor to get better. Why? I don't know why no one will go to my doctor. Worked for me. Whatever. That's your problem if you're unhappy. Cause, not mine. Cause, <laughs> because Tommy actually handed me a card and says, go see this chick or this person. Uh, they helped me. And I, you really think that your, your doctor could help me? Well, she helped me. I don't think you and I have the same issues, though. Oh, I think they might be closer than you think. Yeah, really. Really? Oh, yeah. How blind are you to your own problems? <laughs> Seriously. 
I don't. I mean, you're you're not as depressed, but you're still angry. Oh, I mean, I, things happen to make me angry and stuff. But he deals with them. How do Doesn't you, let them boil up. I, from what I understand, and can I talk about it? Yeah, I don't care. See? Everyone will think it's crazy, but whatever. Screw you. He goes to the doctor, and she literally beats him up. No, no, she doesn't beat me up. She like hits him, and he's into slap happy porn. And essentially, he's getting the slap-happy treatment. I don't watch porn anymore. Not anymore. It's not a star in it, but it's a different story. It's not a, uh, a sexual thing for him, though. It's a release of emotions. She doesn't beat me up. She doesn't hit me or anything. It's contact, though. It's contact, which uh, brings out emotions and uh, cures things. I, I don't need to go get beat up by someone. You're not going to get beat up. She doesn't hit you. What does she do? If anything, the most... Violent thing that happens is she has me take a tennis racket and hit things with it. That sounds fun. It is fun. And then she'll tell me, like, she'll put, like, this mattress against the wall and be like, all right, who's who's making you mad today? Now punch him in the face as hard as you can. Just pretend Gibbs is a mattress and he gave you bad water. Okay, let's do it. See, that's Tommy's ringtone. N- now, let me ask you. <laughs> Let me ask you, though, Tommy, is that why when things would piss you off at the beginning of the show, you would throw chairs back in your basement over there in the control room? Uh, no, that was just because I was angry because they kept messing up the log, and it would take me like 20 minutes to get everything uh, all back in order. I think that's what we need. I think we need find, uh, Hefe to find his ringtone, his happy place. Plus, I have my American Psycho doll here, so mm-hmm. action figure, I mean. No, it's a doll. You said it right the first time. Shut it. <laughs> Mike and Apopka, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's going on, hideout? Yo, dope. Hey, Jefe, I'm like you, man. I'm of Mexican descent, and I was always depressed and stuff when I was a kid. And what I found out that really made me happy was when my mom told me she was just messing with me. I wasn't Mexican. All right, you know, that's not Maybe that's help. what you need. Maybe you need your mom to say, hey, I was just messing with you. I don't think Feel that... Feel good about yourself. I don't think that depression and being Mexican has anything to do with one another. For once, you can take that burden off. It's not a burden. I actually hmm? enjoy it. Don't talk like it. All right, let's take a break. <laughs> I got. I can help you out. What's your cell phone provider? Um, you mind saying? No, actually, I uh, I use Sprint. I'm on the Sprint page right now, man, and they got the ringtones for the cheapest. Get one of the ringtones and be happy, man, for 2006. I don't think ringtones are going to solve my issues. Give it a shot, man. Yeah, no, no harm in trying. Kelly Clarkson... You need to get something really stupid that you don't like a whole lot. So every time you hear it, you're shocked, and you laugh. I'm not buying it. Your theory... I'll buy it for you. No, your theory or the ringtones. Coming up next, Hideout Headlines Game Show. Time for you to be a winner. We'll run down our weekend with whose weekend was it? The Hideout Door Prize Blowout. Next on Real Radio 104.1. Mi gente! Let's do this damn thing. Welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Al Hefe and J-Dubs. Call right now. It's the Hideout Door Prize Blowout, and it's your chance to be a winner. Tickets to shows at the House of Blues. Also, the Daytona Beach Show. Uh, the Daytona uh, Boat Show. Um, you got games for the Nintendo DS. Tickets to see Stephen Wright at the Hard Rock Live in Orlando. Real Radio Prize Packs. Season 4 of The Shield on DVD. And a pair of tickets to the Super Bowl of Motorsports. And a pair of Monster Truck Ride Passes at the Florida Citrus Bowl coming up Saturday the 28th. 
It's uh, Real Radio and Advanced Discount Auto Parts. Welcomes the Super Bowl of Motorsports featuring 12 monster trucks, a huge demolition derby, uh, quad wars, freestyle motocross. Ticket info is at Ticketmaster.com. Call right now. Be a winner as we play Whose Weekend Was It? Sometimes dangerous, occasionally educational, and almost always embarrassing. The following are actual events that happened to a hideout member during the weekend, and while it may be best not to relive these events, for entertainment purposes, we do so anyway. So call now and play Whose Weekend Was It? All right, here we go. Whose weekend was it? Now, there are uh, your chance. Uh, whenever you get one correct, you will hear this. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Incorrect, you get this. Oh, Jesus Christ. And you will get two opportunities. So if you miss the first one, you move on to the second one. Uh, but only two chances. 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041, J-Dubs. Whose weekend was it? I will be your host this evening. Nice. Frank and Tampa, are you ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. Over the weekend, this hideout member hung out with Joe Theismann, Michael Wilbon, Doug Williams, Cameron Gray, and Russ Rollins. Whose weekend was it? Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? I'll say Dubs. Oh, Jesus Christ. Actually, that was me. As I went to the Bucks Skins game, uh, hold tight, Frank. You will get another opportunity. I went to the Bucks Skins game down at Raymond James Stadium. Mm-hmm. Got hooked up with an all-excess pass to anywhere, and uh, actually was in the Redskins radio booth the whole time with our good friend Cameron Gray. And I saw a lot of people walking around up in the press booth, including Joe Theismann, not as tall as I thought he would be. Doug Williams, former. Um, Super Bowl MVP for the uh, Washington Redskins. Just tall. Just a very big man. I think he coaches at a um, HBC. Oh, really? Historically black college, yeah. I, I, I thought he was at Grambling, but I could be wrong. Maybe he left there and went somewhere else. And also, too, Michael Wilbon from PTI. Mm-hmm. The thing that I noticed about Michael Wilbon could rival Gibbs for one of the largest heads in America. And then on top of that, he looked very old and decrepit in person, like just kind of very skinny and kind of sickly looking, and shuffled the way a grandfather would shuffle. What did he catch? Uh, no, I don't know if he did. He just maybe he's just old. No, he, you see him on TV all the time. He doesn't look like that. Oh, on TV he's young. He's yelling. Yeah, he's uh, full of life. Maybe he exerts all of his life during the show and has nothing left for the weekend. But in person, he just looks frail. It looks like I could have just, like, tapped him, and he would have fallen over. Probably could have. Should have. All right, Doug Williams no longer at Grambling. By the way, uh, Matt Albert, who's a huge Skins fan, uh, I actually uh, uh, went to the restroom following uh, Doug Williams. Like, a Super Bowl MVP peed in the stall, and then I peed in it uh, right after him. What was he packing? I didn't see that. Why didn't you? I didn't know. You always check. Um, also, and I saw Russ and Bo up there. How were they doing? Great. It was. I, the, we didn't know that the other would be there, and then we ran into each other, and it was very cool, along with Billy the Phone Freak. All right, Frank, here's your second go-around, and whose weekend was it? Over the weekend, this hideout member got one over on a retail store. Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks, whose weekend was it? Chunks. Oh, Jesus Christ. Chunk. I'm sorry. Tommy Bateman, you want to save the story for later, or is it real fast? It's real fast. Just basically, I got some stuff sent to me for my birthday back in August, and I was too lazy to return it, 
So basically, I just held on to it till Christmas, and I just returned it to a, a different retail store and got a whole bunch of money in uh, credits. How much money? Uh, $90. Oh, that's nice. Of course, I, I left pissed off because... I am afraid to shop for myself because I need a woman with me, and I didn't have one at the time. So I walked around going, would that look good or would that make me look like an idiot? Screw it, I'm going home. Big easy. Next up in the hideout. What's up, fellas? Hey there, buddy. All right, here we go. Uh, Whose weekend was it? All right. Over the weekend, this hideout member was in bed with two women and heard one of them say to the other, I'm kind of afraid of him now. (laughs) Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks, whose weekend was it? That's Dubs. Oh, Jesus Christ. Actually, once I took my pants off, they might say that, but, uh... Uh, hold on a second. You get another chance, Big Easy. Uh, that was you, Bateman. What happened? Don't stare at it. Eat it, woman. <laughs> Something like that. No, I just, uh, at one point I heard the other one whisper that, and I, I didn't really ask what it was for, but I'm just going to say it was when I took my pants off. We'll just go with that. Standard answer. Uh, Big and Easy. And she should have been afraid. Your next, uh, your next chance. Here we go. Over the weekend, this hideout member was disappointed by the quality of play at his baseball practice. Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks, whose weekend was it? Oh, um, that was Hefe. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Hold on, brother, you are a winner in the hideout door prize blowout brought to you by uh, Universal Foam Incorporated Architectural Shapes and Sculpture for themed environments. Call 407-568-8914 or visit them on the web at universalforminc.com. Um, yeah, we had baseball practice yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking for players, and I'm getting a lot. I'm putting it out on MySpace. I'm putting it out here on the radio. I want the Orlando Orioles to do very well. And yesterday was just a crappy practice. And I gave this whole speech about how I want to win a championship this year. And we need some players. Because we had some people come out who wanted to play. And it just they're don't, terrible? Well, it's not that they were terrible, but I just don't think they really understood the game of baseball. Go ahead and say they suck. No, well, they didn't suck. They just didn't seem to understand the basics of baseball. Do you guys get any money or anything or for winning the championship? No, pride, rings. You don't get a trophy or anything? All right, probably a trophy. I don't think we get rings. But it's about the glory of winning a championship. What kind of glory is there if you don't get any uh, kind of thing to show everybody? You get a trophy and T-shirts, and you get to know you won the championship. So if you play baseball, email me. But no one else will know. Elhefe at WTKS.com or hit me up on MySpace, because I can't play for a loser. Nathan, you're next up. Nathan in Orlando. Whose weekend was it? Hey, buddy, you ready? Yeah. Over the weekend, this hideout member didn't change his clothes at all. Half a dubs, baby, or chunks. Who didn't change their clothes at all? Chuck. Oh, Jesus Christ. That was actually J Dubs. Hold mm-hmm. on, Nathan, you get a second chance. I changed the underwear and the socks, but that was it. I was still wearing the same uh, red sweatshirt and SBK Live t shirt that I was wearing Friday during the open door uh, until this morning when I took a shower and changed. How ripe were you? Were Ooh. You- actually, uh, I have my shorts down in my, in my van. I brought them in so you guys can take a whiff of what I was smelling like. Okay, well, by... I'm not going to smell that. You're going to smell it. Why don't we give it to uh, Fathead over there, Gibbs? Oh, he'll be smelling too, my friend. All right, I think that's something more for Gibbs as opposed to me. I think everybody. Why Why just uh, give the love just one person? There's plenty to be spread around. I've smelled you before, and it's Ooh. not anything that's pleasant. Oh, this is ripe. All right, Nathan, here's the second go-around. Over the weekend, this hideout member got an email... 
about his high school 10-year reunion. Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks, whose weekend was it? I'm going to go with uh, J-Dubs. Oh, Jesus Christ. couple years off still. Rough, rough go at it tonight yeah. for, the, uh, for the Heretics. And whose weekend was it? That was me. And I want to talk about it more in a second. I'll elaborate it more when we get back from the break. And uh, let's wrap it up here. And whose weekend was it? It'll be a 50-50 chance for you. We've got a Bill in Sanford. Bill, over the weekend, this hideout member got rejected by a checkout girl. Hefe dubs, Bateman or Chunks, whose weekend was it? Ooh, I'm going to go with Chunks on that. Yeah, Jesus Christ. You're a winner. Hang tight. Now, we actually had two questions written out, but as it turned out, it was for the same thing. What happened with you, Chunks? Or, Tommy, should you tell the story? He doesn't seem to think he did anything. Yeah, I didn't do anything wrong, man. I was just trying to schmooze a little bit with the checkout girl. I talked very politely to her, and I just kind of got the idea, you know, she wasn't interested. So She was 15, you ass. What? Hey, you were hitting on a 15-year-old? All right. Uh, it's hard to tell. What happened? What? Uh, no, that's not even the embarrassing part. Yeah, you want some cheese? Yes. Ah, sick son of a bitch. All he, right, tell the story. He got cheese from the uh, grocery store. He just didn't pay for it. And he transported it somewhere in his pants. You stole cheese? Well, I mean, yeah, you, I'm poor. Not really stealing, man, you know, if you're he poor. Put it, yes, it is. It's still stealing. If it's something that's not yours. Well, that's not all I took either, but I guess Tommy got all upset. He started drinking a beer while walking around through one of the aisles. Are you kidding me? What? You're a maniac. Why? It was late at night. I don't have money to pay for this stuff, man. I then ho- don't get it. Oh, hold on a second. Hold on. Hold the worst on. thing about the cheese, going back for a second, the cheese was he put it, you know, behind him basically. And when he got home, part of it had ripped open and he still ate it. And he's asked like, why don't you eat some of it? A little bit right here on this napkin. And this is the same place that is uh, the chick turned him down. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So you guys are walking through here. He's pocketing cheese and drinking beer like a maniac. Would you just grab one out of a six-pack at the Publix, or do you just... Well, I don't. It wasn't (laughs) at Publix. Sure. Whatever it was. was. All right. It was at Publix, Albertsons. Or Winn-Dixie. Or Winn-Dixie. Yeah. Probably the Publix on 434. Yeah, that's how I'd guess. Look for a... Curly head bastard. On the tape. Yeah. And then you know. Not, that's not cool at all. <laughs> Seriously, man. That's not cool, dude. Either is walking around, drinking a beer, stealing cheese, or hitting on a 15-year-old cashier. Never... Are you a crackhead? Dude, I that's how have... a crackhead acts. <laughs> dude, I didn't have any money. All right? I was in a loopy mood last night, and I wanted a beer. All right, then you pay for it. I put it back when I was done. After you drank it? Yeah. No one wants to buy the can. Well, what I care for. It was a bottle, anyway. No one wants to buy a bottle. It's not my problem at that point, man. <laughs> it is your problem. I don't understand it. I did get. I, I got. I did buy something. In all fairness, what'd you buy? That's only part of the punishment. I'm gonna give you Tom Lucas' card to call him because I think we're gonna make a citizen's arrest. Hey, uh, what what uh, pu- what what Publix was this at? Uh? It wasn't at Publix. This is not cool, dude. You guys aren't supposed to be doing this, all right? I was hungry and thirsty. And in all fairness, I did end up getting something from there. What'd you get? I, well, I mean, technically I asked Tommy to buy it. What'd you get? A bottle of wine. You are a No, he, had, he asked me to buy it, and I go, no, buy it yourself. And then as the chick girl, the girl that he's hitting on rings it up, I'm just not even paying attention because I'm so disgusted and trying to get out of there as fast as possible. 
As I look in, apparently I paid for the wine, and he didn't even tell me about it. <laughs> you do owe me rent, too, you jackass. Nah, you know, it's, you how's, have the worst roommate ever. How's, how's it we make the same amount of money and you never have any? I told you, because he's spending it on Bacardi and diets. I ran into some problems, you know how it is. That's why I have to steal the food. Nobody has sympathy for me. No, like you not that you're never, drinking your money like away. Like you guys have never taken a bag of Cheetos or uh, Doritos. No. Well, oh, I my God. Too. I can't believe I forgot that. He opened a bag of Doritos in the store, too. Yeah. I cannot believe I forgot that. And, of course, it was the the natural ones with lower fat and all that yeah, stuff. That's true. Like well, you guys only never... steal the best, I guess. Let me ask you something. Should we call the publics now and the cops? No, that's not cool at all. Because hold on a second. Matt Albert's going to be here on Saturday, so we have his replacement already. Hey, I'm a victim of circumstances. And Sid Cata will be here in about a week and a half. The comedy dumplings. And then you'll be sitting in a Seminole County jail. You guys don't worry that I was hungry and thirsty. You didn't call us. You would have called us and said, hey, do you have some beer and cheese? And say, yes, my refrigerator, help yourself. That would have been wrong. I would have felt guilty. Actually, you know, Oh, you don't feel guilty stealing from a store, though? No, nah, man, you know, they have it coming to them. It's so funny, too, because I have, like, 72 slices of cheese in my place. Mm-hmm. Do you? And yeah. a couple of old bass ales. I don't want to impose on you guys, though. All right, Jonathan and Leesburg, you're in the hideout. Yeah, I just want to rip Fathead and ask him how stupid he really could be because uh, if he gets caught stealing, he'll be out of a job. And if he hits a 15-year-old, he'll be like a person that's no longer on the monster show by the name of Defoe. I don't, I don't know anything about that. The lighting there is kind of weird, so it's hard to tell how old they are exactly. She rejected me anyway. Okay, what do you say to her? What do you say to this checkout girl? I I wasn't paying total attention because I was trying to get out of there as fast you know, I, as possible. I do what I usually do, which I think works. What? Hey, how are you? How you doing? You going any place tonight? After that is hitting on a 15-year-old. Actually, yes, the school dance. She giggled a little bit. Of course she did. I said, hey, you like to read the... Uh, some dirty bags. old, some dirty old wine. I was hitting on me. I'm gonna giggle and try to get here, out of it. Here, do you want some chips and beer? He was looking at um one of the magazines. I forget which magazine it was. I think it was Evil on Gory or something. Was yeah, on the cover. I didn't touch. Actually, it was highlights. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. But he was like, oh, she looks good. My I big bet, backyard. I bet you look this good in a bikini too, don't you? I said it jokingly. Oh, no, you Dude, did I said it jokingly to a 15 year old man. I, first off. I couldn't tell she was 15. I think I should get some credit for that, man. Tommy you is a pretty good judge. You asked how old she was. And then you kept, towards the end, he was like, hey, how old are you? What are you, like, uh, 18? Dude, seriously, Tommy, this isn't cool, dude, all right? I, oops, his mic went off. And then uh, she's like, no, I'm 15. And then he still kept hitting on her. He's like, well, if you ever want to, like, you know, hang out, I just live right up the street and blah, blah, blah. Tell me he did not drop the radio card on a 15-year-old. He mentioned he worked in broadcasting. I had my shirt on, too. If you, Oh, yeah, that's right. You barely, barely work in broadcasting. He's like, so if you have any special talents you want to get out there, just let All right, me hold, know. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Dude, seriously, Tommy. Oh, no, no, no. One thing. I want you to shut the hell up real fast. You were walking around stealing chips, beer, and cheese in a real radio shirt. While hitting on a 15-year-old. Well, I didn't you may as well it. just pack it up and move back to Northern Virginia. Well, they wouldn't have known what it was until you guys called my spot, man. That's not cool. You called your spot? What, is that where you go normally to run these gimmicks? No, I mean, it could have been any of the three places. <laughs> no, it was, it was Publix. No! <laughs> it was Publix, and he kept asking, asking me to take him to Albertsons, which is 24 hours a few minutes later. Right next door? Like, to, not very far away? Yeah, it's like a mile or two up the way. To grab okay. another beer? No. 
or, or a 12-year-old. Why are you drinking wine? I like wine. I'm Italian. What does that have to do with anything? What, is, what do you mean, what does that have to do with anything? I mean, I'm, if you're, you're from Texas, you eat chili, right? All the time? Anybody, not all the time. And I, I don't say I like chili because I'm from Texas. I hey, like chili because I'm a man. Dude, sometimes I like a, a, not like a nice, refreshing, fruity, old. fruity white Zinfandel. <laughs> all right? There's nothing wrong with that. Buy yourself a box and don't go for the bottle. No, dude, that is... No, Classless. He didn't box. offer the girl any money. No. <laughs> he didn't try to buy the box. It's so Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the Hideout. All right, in addition to trying to solve legal, uh, Chunks' legal problems, I also want to talk about my 10 year reunion. And I don't know what to do. I actually need some advice from people I feel are my friends. Although I'm probably Hopefully misled. Hopefully you can find them. It's so Hideout Row Radio 104.1. So Hideout Row Radio 104.1, I'll have fan J-Dubs. Heretic, heretic Dark Lord Max here in the hideout. What do you got? Gibbs has a fat hand. He has a burden to society. Hannibal King? All right. Apparently Gibbs has a fat head and is a burden to society. Well, that's true from what I can tell so far. Um, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. So on whose weekend was it? Turns out over the weekend I got an email. I guess the word is uh, they're spreading it out to everybody who went to uh, my high school that ten year reunion is coming up. How are you feeling about that? Now before my whole thing was I wanted to be a successful broadcaster mm-hmm. by the year I hit my ten year reunion, like something I could really feel like I could brag about. You know what I mean? Yeah. And. I honestly think career-wise, I'm there. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I worked in a major market in Washington D.C. I even did the post game for the Washington Redskins last year. Got great friends uh, throughout the industry. I'm working at a badass radio station, real radio, doing a, you know, a, a tremendous show. So career-wise, I'm thinking, you know what? I can go back as a success story. Because mm-hmm. I always, people knew in high school, I wanted to do radio. Lo and behold, I'm doing it. The problem is that, A, uh, I'm about easily 60 pounds heavier than I was in high school. And I think everyone has that issue. Yeah, I think everybody's a little bit beefier than they were in the the high school days. No doubt about it. The other issue... Except for me. I'm right about when I graduated. Yeah, and I'm sure Tommy's probably the same. But uh, for most people, they're heavier than what they were. Mm -hmm. You know? Um... The other issue for me, too, is the fact that I uh, I was married to my high school sweetheart, who everyone thought we would uh, be together forever. Were you guys in the same class? Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't go. And everybody knew her. I wouldn't go. No, I know she's not going. Oh. Right. That's cool. But even then, it's one of those things of... The whole thing is going to be about, man, what happened to you guys? Take advantage of it. That's your time to place all the blame on her. But the thing is, there is no blame. You know. No, but I know, but this way you come out looking like uh, a bed of roses, and you're getting laid by all the cheerleaders. Yeah, they're about 30 now, but hey, you're banging all the cheerleaders. And then the third problem with going back to my high school uh, reunion... Uh, my name is Dro and not Alex, and everybody's going to be calling me Alex as opposed to Dro, my do, new name. Do yourself a favor. Do not 
throw the drill card out there. Just don't do it. If you want to ruin your... But uh, that is my name. If you want to ruin your 10-year reunion experience, that's a surefire way of doing it. Then you're going to be the talk of... You hear that fairy's calling himself Dro now? Fairy? Oh. Right. That guy. Remember, you know that guy's calling himself Dro right now? All right, so 407-916-1041, 888 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Yeah, Chunks. We should rent a, uh, rent a limo or something and roll in with the limo. No. Rent yourself a sports car, a real nice one. Roll in and that and say, yeah, this is my weekender. Oh, look, I'm not going in to necessarily impress. Oh, yeah, you are. Really? Yeah. You All right, you're worried about weight. You're worried about being a success. You're worried about what they're, they're going to think about your uh, your split up. And they're calling me, and them calling me by my real name, Dro. Alex, whatever. Uh, that you're worried about all that. You're you're looking to impress. I right, absolutely looking to impress. Jimmy Jam says that I should take the heretics to the high school reunion. They will make a scene and <clears throat> yeah, you'll look great because you're the only one being a, a, a human being. I say that's a good idea. All right, Burn Trail says, why bother going? It's a waste of time and money. The only thing is that I still have some friends in high school. No, you have some friends that were in high school. If you still have some friends in high school, I'd be sad. Well, I got a couple buddies. and just some people that I keep up with on IM in MySpace now, I've found some. Right, here's the other thing, too. I think it would also be, I think it would be good radio. Me getting ready and preparing myself for the high school reunion and... I'm carrying a tape recorder on you. I'm thinking live broadcast. I'm not going to broadcast live from your reunion. Come on. Let's take the show and let's do it from the cafeteria. No, I'm not doing a show from a high school cafeteria. Why not, man? Me, you, Chunks, Bateman. You know how uncomfortable that would be? Matt Albert. Just sitting there talking I'll run the board. Tommy, you can go. (laughs) No, no, that's okay. I'll stay back and run the IM. So you guys don't want to broadcast from my 10-year reunion. That's basically what you're gathering out of this, yes. Why would you want us to broadcast? You, know you how- don't think it would be so, just for the cringe factor, you don't think it would be good. Oh, Actually, it would be, be terrible for you, though. On second thought, maybe I will go with you. I won't, you know, tell anybody any embarrassing details or anything, though, of course not. You really would want us to go with you? Yeah. I th- here's the thing. Honestly, no. But in one part oh, of me, sure, we'll go. One no part of me says that it will be like a badass show. It'll be so incredibly comfortable, and it'd be a great getting to know you thing. Do you think they would allow us to broadcast live from? If I said, "Hey, this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing." What? It, 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 when you say something at that high school, it still goes. No, but I'm, I don't know why they wouldn't. Why wouldn't they? What are they going to do? It doesn't matter to them. You don't think so? Has anyone ever done that before? Mm. I are you are you wrong and oh, hold on, let me just ask for a second. Am I wrong in thinking that it would at least be entertaining for the cringe factor alone? Oh, it'd be definitely cringe. I'm just worrying about you here. What do I care? I want to get. I want it to be fun. I want. I want. I'd rather have something for the I, show. I don't think it'd be fun for you though. In the end, why not? I I just think you would end up being very embarrassed. Uh you know the kind of stuff me, Matt Albert, and Chunks would pull. Now here's Tommy the, would be a well-behaved gentleman because that's the way he does. Now here's the thing. The way I pretend to be. Here's mm-hmm. the thing about it though. 
Like, I'm not comfortably comfortable normally. And I think with you guys being there, it would almost be a comfort factor, too. Now, I know you guys like to goof, but do you think, are you saying for my own, like... I can't turn it off, man. <laughs> I can't do it. When it's dangled in front of me like a, pea, a raw hunk of meat, I got to go for it. My mom just went to her 30th. Really? Yeah. Maybe we should call... It's too late tonight. Maybe we call her tomorrow. Okay. And ask her for some advice. Because uh, she was uh, she she got a picture of all of them from it. And she was just like, wow, everybody's so old. Uh, there's a guy using an oxygen machine. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. Now, let me ask you this, though. Isn't it odd that these are people you know for four years, maybe seven years? And you feel the need to... Uh, constantly regroup? Like, I, I re- we wouldn't have a Q106 reunion, would we? I would love it. That was, But see, that's the thing. It would be kind of fun, even though we worked together for two years. See, most of my class, we were together at least 10 years. Yeah, I was. I would say 90% of our class. I was with a lot of those people definitely four years, and some of them seven years. Because I think, uh, well, I was at that school my whole uh, high school time. I was there the whole time from K through 12. Never left that school. All right. Nightmare Dave says. Go, it might be fun. He missed his, which sucks. They're full of it. It would be great radio. I know, Look, here's the thing. No, I know it would be great radio, too. I'm I convinced. Just, I'm worried about my, my radio partner here. I'm convinced it would be the greatest radio in the world. And I wonder, too, if he would even let me like shed some of the demons that I have. All right, Matt Albert says he's got some Madden to play. He's busy. So would all the guests just be like people you went to school with, like Betsy from Home Ec class? That'd be fine with me. But here's the thing, though. We've told, I've told a lot of stories about them. You and don't think, you think that'd make them uncomfortable? Probably. But then again, I don't really care. I would rather it be about them being uncomfortable than me. Chunks, what do you think as the executive producer? Um, I, I think we uh, might uh, want to vest our interests uh, elsewhere. You don't think it'll be good radio? Dude, I'm telling you, it'd just get chaotic. We would all just start running around the middle of the broadcast, down the halls, kicking the lockers in and pulling the fire No, alarm. that's you, you uh, you animal who steals cheese. <laughs> well, if there's a good vending v- machine over there, I might go. All right, Matt Albert's a dick. He goes, I definitely start rumors about you while I was there. <laughs> Maybe say... <laughs> Uh, I'm only here because Alex married my dad in Canada, and this is supposed to bond us. <laughs> what an ass. 407 It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. It's FA and Dubs. 407 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Uh, not to be selfish, right? If we did broadcast live from the uh, from my ten-year high school reunion over in Dallas, <clears throat> I'd be really uncomfortable. What do you mean? Why? You, you wouldn't be anything about you. Exactly. <laughs> It'd be a whole thing of, you know, just remember that live. The, our first live broadcast we did over at Tequila Beach, Washington D.C. No. First, no. oh boy, God, no! First night of the club opening, no one knew about the club, knew no one there, no one was there for the show or anything. And not to mention, it was literally the week after the whole Super Bowl thing. Mm-hmm. Huh. 
So, yeah, we were we were pretty much just screwed and uncomfortable. I think for everybody but you, we would be tequila beach knit to the nth degree. It would just be uncomfortable for oh, you guys? Oh, completely uncomfortable. Just standing there in that cafeteria. Yeah, that's the other thing, too. Like, it's uncomfortable enough, kind of, when you're doing a live show. Mm-hmm. But you have your fans there, and the heretics are there, and so it helps it out, you know? Mm-hmm. But the way my high school was set up, it was a big high school, South Prairie High School. It's the cafeteria, and I know they put us. There's, like, this little walkway that kind of sits above the cafeteria that's kind of could be, like, a little stage. Mm. And so I'm just thinking, is that where we'd be? And people would be looking up just wondering, what the hell? But I just know. I right, Am I wrong, Gibbs? Maybe I'm way out there. Would it be fascinating or would it not be fascinating? Uh, some people would think it would be cool, but others would just be really confused and scared. You think? Yeah. Like, people who listen to the radio would think it was the coolest thing ever, but, like, the retarded kids and maybe, like, the less fortunate kids, they'd just be confused. <sighs> and I'm confused. Yeah, I don't know. I was willing to throw it out there. What if you go there and you broadcast live? Yeah, we'll be back here. Like, that, that you did one other time you went to Texas. Yeah, we, uh, we did this before where you went to Dallas. Yeah, and but I, then you had to cut a live commercial on the air together. Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, God. <laughs> Which, by the way, never got used. It has to be done by Monday morning. Yeah, right. Uh, well, bastards. The other thing is that we'd probably find a Clears Channel station. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be the same, because I'd go sit in a studio somewhere in Dallas, as opposed to being on site. No, you can be on site. I'm not gonna drag some engineer from Dallas out there to sit at South Grand Prairie High School. Why not? You'd do it if the whole show was out there. Oh yeah, because then it's worth it. We could probably get a sponsor for it classmates.com why don't you just like us it you just do the whole show alone and i'll sit at home listening that would be the ultimate and uncomfortable <laughs> but i would be sitting in the corner talking to myself more than likely anyway just like like us but dude a 10-year reunion and i got all those things going against me 60 pounds on divorced uh, the high school sweetheart and i got a new name that i have to go don't by. use the new name I'm begging you, for one night, do not use the new name. Vin? Vindro. I like that a lot, actually. <laughs> Thanks, Tommy. Appreciate it. Vindro. That's, that's actually pretty good. No, it's not. Starring in Bottoms Up 1 and 2. <laughs> bottoms Up, Thumbs Down. All right, Swami says, why can't people just leave high school in the past? I agree. Swami, you're a smart fat chick. <laughs> She's not fat. Come on. You're a hot chick with nothing but blurry pictures. Who's calling you? I told you to turn your cell phones off. I'll, I'll answer it later, sorry. Turn it off. All right, man. Well, I wanted to throw it out there just to let you know that I was willing to do that for the show. But you obviously don't have any interest. I think you should just do it alone out there. Find some co-hosts of your own out there, maybe the swim team. I, I'm begging you guys to turn off your cell phones. Sorry about that. That's I don't know where that came from. Sorry, that won't, won't happen again. <laughs> What's that talking phone? 
It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Monday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. If you want to be a part of it, do so now. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. And we were talk- I was talking about my high school reunion coming mm-hmm. up. And I found a lot of uh, old friends on this MySpace. And... Um, it's kind of odd, though, because after a few messages, you're like, all right, what else do you say once you get caught up? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Usually, both parties are smart enough just to let it die and not continue. But um, apparently, this list was on, what, AskBen.com? Mm-hmm. Of the 11 friends you must have as a man. And you guys say that we all fill this, like some of us fill multiple roles in these. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, there's multiple roles filled in... Uh, all 11. Uh, I guess people can be, be individual ones, too. But uh, a lot of them have, you know, like, uh, I would say Chunks carries a few of these assets. Do I? Yeah. I think you do. Right, let's go over them. Okay. Uh, number one, the drinking buddy. And they say why he's an asset. Not only does he have your back in the event of a rowdy bar fight, he's also willing to buy rounds in order to get the party started. There's that booze-stealing drunk back there, Chunks. He's drinking, buddy. Is he? Well, he was at a point. You know, I guess you're right, because there are a few times we'll just say, no, nah, I got it. Even though he can't afford the drinks, he'll buy them. Mm-hmm. And then he'll go steal them for himself later. From a Publix. And then hit on a 15-year-old girl. At a Publix. Happens. At a Publix. All right, number two. Now, Dubs, you're not the drinking buddy, right? No. I'm not either. And Tommy certainly isn't. What? And Gibbs isn't even 21. I'm the Vicodin buddy. <laughs> yes, you are. Number two, the lovable loser. Why he's an asset. No matter how bad you have it, he'll always have it worse. <laughs> hmm. Again, chunks. chunks. I mean, would you say he's lovable, though? Yeah. Yeah. You go shopping with him, then. <laughs> <clears throat> no, nah, that's not the kind of buddy he is. He's not a shopping buddy because he has no money. It's odd because Publix is Chunks' place and Walmart mm-hmm. is your place. Not for the Publix. All right, but no one else. Bateman certainly isn't. Gibbs isn't. I wouldn't say that I am. No. Because I'm not lovable. And Dubs, you're not a loser. Number three, the mentor. Why he's an asset. Apart from being able to pick up the occasional dinner bill, he's also a fountain of good advice. I wouldn't say that any of us fit this one. No. Maybe just... Uh, I would have said the first half of you, but not the second half. <laughs> what? I would say the first half of that described you, but not the second half of it. I would say the second half is me and not the first one. Well, you'll pick up the dinner bill. I know, that's what I'm saying. That's why I say the second one is me. Hmm. You don't think I'm pretty good at occasionally giving out a little advice? Maybe even just... Oh, advice, yes. There's a good part that, uh, there's a problem. Oh. Oh. All right, fine. (laughs) Number four, the opposite sex friend. That is you. Uh, why she's an asset. Her jump shot is dreadful and she throws like a girl, but she makes up for it by helping you buy clothes and interpreting your girlfriend's psycho rants. That's what I am for. (laughs) I need one of those. I need a really good friend of the opposite sex. The problem is, I don't want to hang out with an ugly chick. And you want to bang the hot ones. Exactly. 
Hey, Gibbs, those two uh, hookers you brought up here are pretty nice. Mm-hmm. You think one of them wants to be my friend? Uh, they want to be everybody's friend, but they don't want to get down to business. Then so, I, yeah, I guess they'd want to be your friend. I don't know if I'm particularly interested then. I don't think you're supposed to have sex with the uh, opposite sex friend. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, then what's the point? Exactly. Okay. I say there's only ten friends a man must have. <laughs> yeah, all right, so cross out the chick thing. Yeah. Screw it. All right, these are the 11 friends you must have as a man. It's the Hideout World Radio 104.1, 407-916-1041. The admirer, why he's an asset. Since he holds you in such high esteem, your admirer will boast about your feats to anyone who will listen. That's my big cheese crew. I don't have one of those. Ooh, the big cheese crew is good for the ego. When I worked at Big Cheese Pizza during our off time... They were great. They thought I was the best, and it really maybe, helped keep me level. Maybe that's what my baseball buddies are, because every time I'm with them, they're like, hey, the show's great. I'm like, of course it is. We don't put out trash. Hmm. Right, but you know who these people like need to be? I like your picture. You've told me about him. You know who these people need to be? Our producers. For you and me, Dubs, they're supposed to be the admirers. Just constantly telling us you're great. They do that to me all the time. What? Why am I always left out? Gibbs, I need you to be that guy for me. No problem, Dubs, anytime. What the hell? No, Thank I said you. for me. Thank you, uh, Gibbs. All right, the single guy. He prevents you from getting into impossibly complicated relationships and reminds you the sweet taste of freedom. Mm, maybe Tommy? Yeah. Tommy kind on that one? Yeah. Because he's, uh, yeah, probably more than likely. The connected guy. Why he's an asset. In short, he knows someone everywhere and is always willing to hook you up. Jose. Just make sure to repay the favor. Heretic, not Hefe. Who's another? Is there anyone around the station who is like that? Dan. Dan Stone is absolutely like that. Mm-hmm. None of us, though. You no, we haven't been here long enough to be hooked up. No, no but just in life. I don't think we're. I don't think we're very good at that. We're people who know people. Yeah, we would know someone who could probably help you. Yeah. Know someone else. We know Dan. Right. The rich guy. Why he's an asset. In addition to his ability to get you in, into any club, every now and again, he'll actually get. To, uh, you get to house sit one of his mansions. Porno Dan. Dan. Who house sat for him? No, but you, you know you could. Any club. Oh, know. he did get us into a lot of clubs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the line would be like around the corner, and he'd just walk in and be like, he's with me, and just walk in. All right, number nine's the fitness guy. Why he's an asset. He motivates you to stay in shape and spots you in the weight room. As long as you take advice, Uh, well, the rest of that's stupid. But the fitness guy. I don't think any of us... That's you. You're a fitness guy. Big workout guy. Yeah, yeah, but you guys don't take my advice. We no, but if, if we say. wanted it, we could get it from you. <laughs> what the hell? But I wouldn't say I'm not your fitness guy buddy. Oh, yeah, you are, but we don't take advantage of it. We we aren't into the fitness thing, but if we wanted to be, you'd be the guy we come to. All right, the hapless married guy, why he's an asset. Above all else, he reminds you of the uh, interesting value of staying single. It used to be me, probably. That's probably me now. Yeah, you're essentially the married. When are you going to marry that chick of yours? When the Lions make the playoffs? 
you know, you brought that up a couple hours ago. Go to hell. So that's probably you now, not me. Mm-hmm. And the wingman. Why he's an asset. Easily one of your most selfless friends, the wingman is always willing to take one for the team. That was me at one point. Uh, you know who keeps wanting me to be their wingman? Who? Uh, Giant Brian. <laughs> I mean, no. Give him a hand. No. Alright, do you realize that... So you and I... Here's what I get out of this. Like, Dubs? Mm-hmm. You and I aren't very good friends because we don't fit any of these 11. I mean, really, I don't fit the fitness guy thing. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. I think you really do. I don't motivate you guys to stay in shape. Oh, yeah, you do. You, 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 you know, you'll uh, tell us what we're doing wrong and everything and what we should be eating, what we shouldn't be eating, what, what's bad for us, what's good for us. So the best, like, friend that each of us would probably... All right, hold on. I want us to write it down on a piece of paper. Who we think are best, like, the best person. Like, if we were to have a friend, is is it even worth writing down or should no. we just say it? No, it's Chunks. Chunks. Bateman, you live with him, but is he the one that you would want in a time of need? Uh, it depends on what the time of need was. But most go-to. Yeah, I guess. Unless it was physical danger, then... All right, so if, no. all, if all of it is chunks for us, chunks who... Well, let's ask Gibbs. I know he's new to the business, but... I mean, knowing out of everybody, would you is can you even feel like you can legitimately throw it in, in this, on this conversation? Uh, I, I did notice that they forgot out they they left the um the person that just kind of beat you up all the time, and that's Tommy. And I feel like he's he's up? probably my best friend. You're my best friend. My best friend. <laughs> See what I mean? I, I can't ask for anything more than that. So chunks, who would be yours? Uh, Tommy's dog. Definitely. Out of us. Yeah. Tommy's dog. Out of us. Pick one. Hmm. That's really put me on the spot. I know who it is. It's not me. Is it the bats? Mm Mm-mm. It's you. Why me? You two hang out all the time like a couple of lovers, like two sissies. We smoke. No, you hang out all the time. Groping, talking about video games. We have a lot in common. Wish one of you was in the back of the other one's throat. How would that work? Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Am I wrong? Would it be ch- would it be Dubs? Um. Yeah, I'd have to say so. Thinking about it, I can just go over there and uh, relax. All right, more than anything out of this, I realize that Tommy and I are probably the worst friends on Earth. Because oh, no en- one wants to be friends with us. I enjoy talking to Tommy on the IM and stuff like that. We have fun. Yes, we talk a lot, actually. I mean, it, I like going over to Dubs's, but <clears throat> when you come to hang out, too, then you make me, like, warm up your food <laughs> and get you water and stuff. <laughs> That's what you're there for. When I offer him food and water when he comes over to my place. You know what's funny? Is I bet he cleans up as, at Dubs' house as much as he does at, at home. Not at all? Yeah. Okay. Oh, look, there's salad on the floor. Rotting. Great. Hey, I just want you to know, Tommy's dog is still my favorite. I'm serious. All right, who would you pick next? Me or Tommy? <laughs> I, this is it, Tommy. <laughs> Come on. Say it, 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 it Tommy. <laughs> Thank you, second best friend. All right, Dubs, who are you picking other than Trunks next? 
Gibbs. Because <laughs> I told him not to talk to me, and he hasn't yet, which I really like. This isn't helping me be happy in 06. <laughs> what the hell, man? What? Am I really that bad of a person? Well, dude, I can't say it or else you'll hurt me. That's the thing. <laughs> no, just go ahead and say it. Am I that bad of a person? I'm not. I, you uh, you might want to work in your people skills a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> this coming from you? Dude, I'm just, you put me on the spot. I'm scared to death to even be saying this right now. Coming I'm going to go home you. and throw up now and worry that I'm going to get killed tomorrow. Coming from you, I need to work on my people skills. I'm just, I'm just trying. I, dude, I didn't mean it. I, I, I'm scared and confused now and scared. You already said that. I'm very scared right now like a dog. I know somebody's going to pull the newspaper out and beat me with it. Yeah, probably. Uh, Henry's on. No one will beat you with the newspaper. There might be some knives behind your door, though. Bud will beat you with the newspaper. Tommy, I said your dog is my best friend. You should take comfort in that. All right. Uh, I really don't care if any of you like me. I don't. It doesn't matter. <laughs> wow, man. I it, I am the least liked out of my own crew. That has to say something. What are you talking about? I am. You guys would probably rather hang out with Gibbs more because he can at least offer you with being a designated driver being 19. No, we'd get him drunk. <laughs> All right, that's going to be one of my goals for 06. I'm going to try to be... Let's not go crazy. ...a better friend. Well, no, that's okay, Hold dude. on. All right, hold on. What? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, it's cool. No, I want to... No, no, shut your ass. I'm going to try to be a better friend in 06. I want to take a break and come back and let me know what I can do for you. No, no, this is going to turn out bad for me. I know it no, 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 no. No. Oh, I'm screwed. No, <laughs> no problems. Oh. No concerns. But I'll be here to help you. Let me know what I can do. In the Hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. Hi, right, welcome back into the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. My face feeling bad. Well, I just found out that I am the least liked person in the Hideout, according That's to the not crew. That's true. And then I guess I'm an awful friend, and no one would want me to be their friend. That's not true at all. Oh, well, I'm last there. I'm even after Gibbs. And Gibbs, you had something to tell me. Um, maybe. What is it? <laughs> I play baseball. Uh, you stupid son of a bitch. I've been saying for three days now I'm looking for baseball players. I haven't, I haven't played in a long time, though. I don't Your know. buddy was up here for the open door. He was like, yeah, well, you know, Gibbs and I like to come out. And I'm like, what, to watch? And he's like, no, play. I, I, I was going to go to the batting cages, but I didn't really have a friend that wanted to go with me. All right, stupid. Are you available Sunday? No. <laughs> Get the phone, you moron. <laughs> 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Oh, jeez. All right, Dub, so there it is. Whatever. I think about it, why do I need to be liked by you guys? It's not that we don't like it. Shut the hell up. I hate you. I do. I hate you. You're no longer my go-to guy. Who is now? Cabin Boy. I don't know. Mm. I was talking to Cabin Boy. Never mind. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> he said he likes dubs a lot. 
El Wapoa and Lake Mary, you're in the hideout? Yes, I have some advice for El Jefe. What's up? Instead of trying to make friends, you should pleasure yourself with a bottle of Jello. Because Jello can be your only friend, my friend. All right, so now it's Jello. That's what I'll, be friends with food. That's all I get is Jello. Hey, speaking of pleasure, you were telling me something when we were in the restroom, Dubs. Yeah. <clears throat> I got laid this weekend. Congrats. Me and my chick. And to get the party started, she used the hand. Problem with girls using hands. They don't know how to do it. And they got nails. <laughs> Ooh. So I got a nice little war wound on the helmet. Not right below. But right around that area, there's a split. And it doesn't seem to be wanting to get better. Oh. It seems like it wants to get worse. That didn't oh. stop me from running one today, I'll tell you that much. Oh, my but, God. All right, I don't want to get too graphic, but... What do I do, put super glue? Dude, you got to go to the ER. No. No ER. It's a, it's a flush. It's just scrape. Don't it's they, like, don't it's they like have... a small peeler got rid of. Just put some scope on it. No. Toothpaste. Clean it out. Don't they have that, like, second skin that maybe you could put on there? That's what I'm thinking. That's what I was thinking with, like, maybe the super glue or something. Yeah, there's something Something like, to cover it. Uh, why does she use her hand when she has a perfectly good mouth? I don't know. That's why I ask her. Because, like, if I'm ever with a chick and we need to get the party started, she, uh... What I, what I tell her is just, you know, act like a circus seal. Bounce some stuff off your nose and uh, let's get the party started. All right, 407-916-1041, I, I don't even know why, like, yeah. Because that hand thing, I mean, you may as well have done that. Oh, I I, I took over the controls after a did minute. You, did you actually continue the session after the mutilation? Yes. <laughs> well, after after you throw a dome on, it's like oh, a, it's even worse. Oh, it's man. new skin, dude. I'm in pain. What'd you say to her when something like that happens? An atrocity ow. like that. Ow and ow. <laughs> you know what? I wish my life had a a Tommy Bateman soundtrack to it. Where anything happens, I just have a, a correlating song. Didn't feel right. Were you guys drunk? No. Completely sober. This is actually like a midday thing. Uh, was she maybe falling off of the bed and like gripping on like she's go- falling off of like it wasn't a mountain more, or something? It wasn't more of the, the grip thing. It was just misplacement of nail. I understand. You don't have to go any further. I know what you're talking about. I'm just saying. Did you want to hit her? No. I can't believe you continued. I would have, like, gotten mad. See? When was the last time you had had sex before that? Well... She's been out of town, and, like, I've had my friend Brian over and everything, so it's been about three weeks. All right, so you think maybe she even forgot how to what to do with it, and she figures, hey, a nice cut 
would help. Well, anything to get the the part the uh, the juices flowing. Damn, bro. So what are you gonna do now? Did you really uh, run a batch since mm-hmm. then? Were you careful in your placement of yourself? Yes, I was. Uh, I had my hand positioned in the right way, and I used plenty of lubrication. I'm literally. This is uh This is one of the most uh, disturbing things I've talked about with you. you Want to see it? Yeah, he offers in the bathroom. <laughs> I was going to the bathroom. I'm like, I, damn, I got a, I got a war wound. You want to see it? All right, show it to Chunks. Chunks, you want to see it? Oh, that's gay, dude. It's not gay. It's like being in anatomy class. Yeah, it's it's completely medical. How's it medical? I'm an idiot. Like, I'd be able to tell you if it's wrong or not. Oh, it's wrong. Tony in Titusville, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Tony? Uh, Titusville? Yeah. Uh, i say you got to get some payback for that action. Payback? Uh, I'd say you, like, uh, get her right to the brink of orgasm and then just, like, say, Oh, i got to go to the bathroom. Ooh. I usually do. Thing well, is, that's he did, my freak. Thing is, yeah, he doesn't leave the room. No. He just repositions himself on the bed. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you thought about this, Dubs, but... Like the, the plastic sheet, like it's mm-hmm. like it's an old Latin family. Hey, Dubs, like, do you know, <laughs> you know the fingernail is probably the dirtiest thing on, on a person's body? Well, so is his uh, yeah. dork. I told that's, you I didn't change my clothes all weekend. Oh, do you have your pants, too, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I have my shorts in here. Go uh, take them in for a Gibbs to sniff. Here, Chunks, go uh, take this in. And, uh, Gibbs, I want you to smell the crotchal region inner. Dubs, here's the thing. Now, this is if this is too personal a question, you just oh. let me. <laughs> Did you smell them? Oh, dude. It smells like Old Bay. Old hey. what? Old Bay. Old Bay seasoning? It's not good. <laughs> hey, Dubs. Mm-hmm. Um, this is probably a weird thing to ask, but while you're having sex, mm-hmm. I can imagine you being a guy who's too lazy to take off your clothes. So you literally just drop your shorts around your ankles. At one point I was. Uh, when, in my fatter days, <laughs> I wouldn't get fully naked. Now I have no problem. I'm, I'm, yeah, 100% <laughs> it's naked. It's not even about you being uncomfortable with your body. I just imagine you being too... I don't know, too lazy to literally take off your shoes and your pants. Oh, they they all come off now. At one point, there was, the zipper was even in the way. I was like, ah, whatever, all right. What do you think, it, like, there's there genuinely is something about, like, having to take off your clothes. It just seems like a burden, even if you're going to have sex. Mm-hmm. All right, Gibbs, do you have the uh, shorts over there in front of you? Yes, I do. All right, put them to your face and it, put the crotch area to your face and the take inside, a nice the inside of the pants and the crotch. The inside? Yeah. And take a nice big whiff. There you go. I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy? Maybe. Ew, get them away from me. Can you smell it, Tommy? Yes. <laughs> yes. Right, how is Gibbs not throwing up then? I did a little bit, but. It, Saw the back down. Four seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven. You want to take a whiff, Pepe? Of course not. Do it anyway. All right, chunks, go grab them. Why are we smelling <laughs> your pants in here? You're so proud of the fact. This isn't whose weekend was. You didn't change your pants all weekend. Or shirt. 
What shirt were you wearing? Uh, SPK Live shirt and a uh, red uh, hoodie. What are you, Gomer? I guess so. And that's your uniform? <laughs> it was my uni for the weekend. Chunks, get in there deep again real quick before... Inside. Why inside? Is it really that much? Is it really that much? Don't, don't throw up in my pants. Doesn't it kind of smell like that month-old lasagna from JFK? <laughs> oh, my God. All right, let's take a washing. Hey, Hideout, <laughs> next. Unscreened phone calls, anything you want to talk about. Next in the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. All right, time for your unscreened phone calls. We open it up once a night for you. Whatever you want to talk about, anything that we've thrown out there this evening is fair game. 407 and star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. It is the hideout on Radio 104.1. Of course, whenever you call heretics to the front of the line and ladies first, Joe in Titusville, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Joe? Hey, guys. Um, I just wanted to help Doug with his little infection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, first thing, Does you're going to you're gonna have to change your clothes in order to not have... Oh, I changed my underwear. I just didn't change my shorts or my uh, shirts. Yeah, anything. first thing not- first. I showered. I changed my underwear. I changed my socks. Okay. Just the rest um, of it. Well, I'm seriously thinking, though, that a little dirty pants that smell like Old Bay are probably a little too close <laughs> for comfort. Mm, maybe. Well, um, but on the they other may have a that, point. <laughs> okay, honestly, though, there's a um, tea tree oil. Are you familiar with that? Nope. Okay. Tea tree oil, you can get it at Walmart, you can get it at any, you know, national food store or whatever, but it's a natural antibacterial. Mm-hmm. And just take a little cotton swab, dab where it's sore, give it a few days to heal up. Don't add lubrication or get it wet, and in a couple days it'll take care of it. I'm just telling you, with my size, I'll need at least, you know, uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, a big handful or something, oh, just okay. to get to the infected area. Are you a uh, nurse or anything there, Joe? Um, I'm an aromatherapist. Close and enough. So we, yeah. <laughs> well, we just smelled what's going on down there, so you're right. Obviously, that wasn't helping. It's like incense. Brian, you're in the hideout on World Radio 104.1. Good evening, it's Brian J. Stevens Peppers. I'm going to eat your ankles all night long. Okay, this is, uh, I know it's unscreen phone calls, but at least uh, Gibbs, you could tell by the voice. Did you say Brian J. Stevens Peppers? Yes, I'm going to ruin you all. all right, you are evil. <laughs> okay, you are evil. Thank you. You don't know how to program. I got stories, too. Uh, Lethal Lucas on 408. You're in Hey Hideout. What's going on? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, buddy. You guys hear me? Yeah, what's yeah, up, man? Go ahead. Uh, I was going to beat on the Antony, man. Gibbs, when he, don't be in the same room as him. If he rips one, that's why he can handle them shorts. If you know when he fragulates, right, it'll so, definitely knock you out. All right, so Gibbs, apparently... The reason that uh, you weren't thrown off by Dub's ascent is the fact that you have maybe the nastiest farts, according to your friends. I don't know what he's talking about. Maybe we test the theory. Ooh, get me on a good day. I will 
pummel him. How about a fart off between you and Gibbs, Dubs, mm-hmm. judged by Chunks? Okay. In Chunks' booth. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I'm ready for that today. I need to prep. No, we'll, we'll do it like tomorrow. So. Okay. All right, on-screen phone calls, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041, any singular wireless phones. I've been, I just got, like, I I just ate a whole bunch of broccoli about an hour ago. Yeah. And it's moving through. Moving through. The thing about you, yours sound bad. They usually don't smell as bad as they sound, though. Thank you. That's very nice of you. Hey, that's I'm here to... That's the nicest thing you guys have said all day. We've been nice. Right. Considering I'm the person you guys want to hang out with the least. Whatever. We're going to lunch tomorrow. Joe in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, dude? What's up, man? I had a quick question for y'all. Mm-hmm. A couple months ago, uh, WWE came to the came to Orlando, mm-hmm. and I spit a freestyle for y'all. And I wanted to take my little nephew, but uh, he had to go back home, and I I didn't go pick up the tickets because uh, I wanted to take him, and he couldn't go, so I just didn't go. And they coming again. I was wondering if I write another freestyle rap for y'all about y'all when y'all get the tickets, if y'all could hook me up. Well, if you're right, it's technically not a freestyle. But anybody who's willing to write a rap for the show, if it's good enough, I'll give you a prize. All right. Well, y'all, I'll be listening when y'all got them tickets. I'm going to holler at you. All right. All right. Thank you, Joe. All appreciate right, it. Holler. Hey, hideout. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. All right. Matt Albert says he wants in on the fart contest. He says he no. would kill. Give him some sloppy joes, and there goes your uh, sinus cavity. Remember the time when he came down earlier oh. this year, and the two of us were just relentless? And you had to leave the room. You you threw oh, yeah. up. Yeah. Well, do you remember when we uh, did the uh, bowel bowl? No, with don't bring that up. We oh. gave him that the bomb burrito and some X laps, <laughs> and he ruined the toilet at WJFK. <laughs> he he couldn't go in there for like three days. The problem, I mean, he just destroyed it. The problem was he didn't go to the very, or was it after the show? He sat on the toilet and gave it an upper decker. <laughs> I don't know how that's possible. Look at him, he's a bear. It was, it was during the show, because I remember we had commentary. If he's a bear, he should be crapping in the woods. Oh, man, he's going to be living with me? <laughs> yeah, have that. fun with that. All right, uh, let's go to Johnny in Titusville. Hey, You're in the hideout. Mm-hmm. What you got, hey. Johnny? Yeah, uh, I was wondering if uh, we could do like kind of a blind date experiment. All right, what is that? Uh, you know, like a dating game kind of thing. Okay, yeah, I yeah. How so? Though? What do you? What, what's your idea? Well, than... Do you want to do it or what? Uh, yeah, definitely, man. I, you know, and then uh, the results could be displayed on your show. All right. What do you? What, what's your? Uh, tell us about you. What do you got going on? Um, I'm 39 years old. Um, I'm good looking, white male. You got any? Um, you got any um, kids? Uh, yeah, but they don't live with me. Um, good. Uh, so that's not a problem. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, what do you do for a living? Uh, I work at a gun factory. Congrats. Oh, nice. All right, and what do you? What kind of woman are you looking for, Johnny? Uh, I'm looking for someone that's honest and faithful, most of all. All right, so you're not looking for a woman then? Yeah, why are you find uh, a dude? Well, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so you're having issues. All right, so you're 39 year old dude. You got a good job. Are you like yeah. out of shape? Are you in shape? I'm in shape. Uh, I weigh about 181 pounds. I'm nice and slim. I'm very intelligent, very caring. Uh, you have, you'd be perfect for chunks. You obviously nah, have a good. Come sim- on, man. Come on. I don't want to be snowing. Y'all, so, so I just. Right, here's the thing. Right, you sound like you're a good catch. How come you can't find any women right now? What's the problem? Uh, I'm just, uh, you know, just got divorced, and I'm just kind of 
laying low right now, you know. Right, but you th- you think you could be out there to help out a good chick, right? Oh, definitely, definitely. All right, here's what we should do then. Um, why don't we take down your info? All right. Uh, Gibbs will get your info, and if we have any ladies who call up who would maybe be interested in Johnny, uh, we'll have them, uh, we'll pass it along. Does that sound good to you? Uh, it sounds great. And maybe you should send like a picture and everything so we can send it to the ladies. Yeah, How about I got a this? profile on uh, one of the dating websites. Are you on MySpace? Uh, no. Uh, you need to get on MySpace, first of all, because it's free. Right. And then secondly, there's a lot of poon to be had there. Here's what we uh, ought okay. to do. Hey, Dubs, what about this? On the website, what if we do a, like, single person of the week? Okay. Where it's, like, their picture and maybe their email, and we could, like, have people go to the hideout page on realradio.fm. Now, we're not responsible for the wackos who get a hold of you. <laughs> all right. But maybe it's a way to put it out there. Yeah, I'd, I'd create, like, a uh, independent email for it. Yeah, not something that you always want out there, but throw out your pick and stuff. All right, Johnny, we'll see if we can go. Hold on a second. We'll get your info. Yeah, Chunks. I'm just telling me uh, he can email me with all of his uh, information and stuff, so keep that on file. Chunks at WTKS.com. What, are you trying to get with them, or what's that? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Just you... email your dudes, email your pick to Chunks. Well, if we uh, want to put it on the website, we need his, his information, right? You need his DNA, right? No, I, I, I should have thought about this one uh, a little better. So what are you trying I'd to do? I'd much rather receive. I was just trying to help him out, but now I just sounded gay. Hmm. Yeah, that was That's bad. not new for you. Can I have it on my back? Yeah, that actually, that sounds gay, too. Uh, I'm just a dude to take home. GF, you're in Orlando. What's going on, dude? What's going on, guys? This is Gibbs' forehead. How's it going? <laughs> wow, you're humongous. You're I don't a even... big dude. Right. Yeah, I'm actually in Orlando. I uh, <laughs> just wanted to let you guys know that I want in that competition. My features are I'm elongated <laughs> and uh, dome features. You know, it's, it's nice. <laughs> All right, thank you, GF. Gibbs' so forehead down. checking in. <laughs> Ironically, Gibbs here in Maitland, the forehead still in Orlando. Uh, let's go to David, who's in UCF. You're in the hideout. Uh, hey, hideout on screen phone calls. What do you got, David? Uh, yeah, well, I guess it's always good to start out with some ass kissing. So uh, I love you guys. I love uh, you. Thank God you guys are here. Yes. Um uh, beat the delivery guy and uh, all that stuff. But anyways, what I called about was I'm pissed at El Jefe. Oh, come on, dude. What did I do? Yeah, I haven't taken enough of a beating today. <laughs> what do you got? Well, all right. You, I think you owe me $8. For what? For a movie that you suggested that everybody go see. Oh, first of all, I think um, uh, I am owed a great deal by Quentin Tarantino because of my endorsement, Hostel was number one over the weekend. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, the, the place was packed for sure, but man, what a movie. What a piece of junk that was. All right, why didn't you like Hostel? Because I <laughs> gave it rave reviews, and I said it was also very uh, disgusting but I enjoyed it immensely on Friday. Or, uh, I talked about it Friday at the beginning of the show. What didn't you like about it? Okay, it was disgusting. I'll definitely give you that. Right. And and that was great, you know. But that's all they had. They had it was disgusting, and they had boobs, which is always good. All right, how does that not make for a good movie? What did you want to go? Uh, <laughs> did you want to see some dogs? Usually, I'm I'm all about the boobs and the disgusting movies. But this one, the story was so bad. What were you, what was it? It was based it was based on real events. Uh, it was ba- loosely, loosely based on on real events. All right, what was it lacking, David? It was it was lacking substance. Substance? Uh, yeah. substance. <laughs> I think is what you were saying. And it, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I want you to practice abstinence. And what? If, but it made up for that in at least see boobs. 
And Lots of them, by the way. Yeah, exactly. And it made up for it with chunks of quadricep on a drill bit. I think, that was, I think it made up for it right there. All right, I'm not giving you $8, dude, but thank you for the phone call. 407-916-1041. By the end of the phone call, it seemed like he enjoyed the movie. I don't see, I don't understand what well, I owe him for. I love boobs. I love gross stuff. So it was perfect for hmm. you. By the way... I hated it. Tarantino, uh, I would like a thank you note, because uh, based on my... Review alone. Number one over the weekend this hostel was. Hold on, let me find the breakdown. It's very rare that something as gory as that's going to be number one, too. Yeah, I'm, I definitely need to go check it out. Especially when you... All right, here's, here's what it made up. $20 million over the... That's pretty wow. good for a movie like that. It definitely made uh, its money and then some. Beat Chronicles of Narnia, $15 million. King Kong, only $12 million. Here's a movie that I keep... I have no interest in seeing, even though... I kind of like both the people who are in it, and that's fun with Dick and Jane. It's Who's in that? Jim Carrey and Taylor. Ah, only twelve million dollars. Yeah, I kind of want to see that. I don't even know what Cheaper by the Dozen two is. <laughs> that's eight million. Just as bad as Cheaper by the Dozen one. Munich was seven million. I kind of want to see Munich too. Yeah, Blackbeam was telling me, dude, you have to go see it. I just can't drag myself over there. Memoirs of a. Uh, Gusher, what? Six million. Brokeback Mountain, Mountain, Nima. Uh, by the memoirs way, of another gusher. Oh. Mm-hmm. I got a message, uh, or actually a comment on MySpace from Misfit Matt, who said that they loved the movie. I guess all the heretics went out to see it. Lester, why Big, wasn't I invited? Lester Bighounds put out a whole thing on MySpace bulletin, mm. and uh, he, at least him, Misfit Matt, I guess they're chicks. Zeppelin all went out to see it. Uh, Hostel, that is. Well, what's the comment say? Here it is. Hey, Hefe, you weren't joking about Hostel. It was gory. I effing loved it. Me and Lester were laughing our asses off. <laughs> and I think Zeppelin had a stiffy the whole time. <laughs> ah, the heretics. I love them. Really do. All right, we'll take a break and come back. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Wrapping it up on a... Uh, Monday now I gotta say I'm very happy with everybody so far. The hey Hideout's just been great. You guys are bringing good stuff to the table. Well, you're welcome. Hey Hideout. Not you, Dubs. Mm. Quite frankly, a little disappointed in you tonight. What have I done? Nothing. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. I'm really pissed at Gibbs. Cause he's heard me talking about the baseball thing for about four days now. Yeah. But it takes about four days for everything to travel through that tremendous noggin of his and get to the uh, brain. Let's just call him Cranium. What was the name of the guy, um, the bad guy in He-Man? Because he lived in the castle of Grayskull. Skeletor? Skeletor? Ah, uh, that's not good enough. I, I like Fathead because there's those Fathead commercials out now for... Uh, that's my little brother's name, though. I can get drops for Fathead, though. You call me a Fathead? Get all that stuff. Awesome. I kind of like Gibbs. Maybe it's not too bad if he has my step bros, or not my little brother's name, Fathead. We don't have to call him it all the time. It could be Gibbs and Fathead. Fathead Gibbs. Mm-hmm. I like Fathead, though. That's kind of an endearing name to me just because it's my little brother's name that I gave to him. That poor little son of a bitch. He has the biggest, fattest head next to Gibbs that I've ever seen. My, my little brother. I thought hey. Wilbon had one. Yeah, Will Bunt. Yeah, I wonder if that's something going on with maybe the food here in America. 
Or maybe, Making the head huge? Or maybe we're turning into those aliens. You know how the aliens have really skinny bodies and the humongous heads? Maybe that's the future. Maybe people who've seen aliens were just seeing the future. Between my little brother, Michael Wilbon, and Gibbs, maybe they're further evolved than the rest of us. Hey, Gibbs, you Bad pitch. theory. <laughs> Gibbs, do you pitch? Baseball, yes. baseball. Yes. How hard do you throw? Um, as hard as you want. <laughs> you just tell me when to stop. I, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't clocked myself lately. When I was no. probably 16, it was it was getting up to like 70, 75. Right, when you were 16, you were throwing in the 70s? Yeah, I, that's why I, I threw pretty hard, I, but that's I don't know how hard. fast I can throw that's now. That's not hard. You, do, do you think you could at least crack 80? Oh, yeah, now I could, yeah. Right, maybe I should test him. Uh, we'll play catch. Whatever you guys do on your own time. That's baseball. Will you get your mind out of the gutter? Do they have like a helmet big enough for him? That's the only thing I'm worried about. Do you bat right-handed? Yeah, yeah, I bat right-handed. You have to tape soup cans to his head. Well, because the thing is, we do have those helmets where it, it doesn't have both ear flaps. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he could try to squeeze one on. I just used to cut some of the padding out. That used to work. He's just going to come with a car in his head. That's the only thing that'll fit. <laughs> you go. KC <laughs> and Apopka, you're in the hideout. We got KC. So I want to talk about the um, breastfeeding in public issue. All right. What's the issue there? All these hot milfs, like just whipping it out right in front of me. Right. And I don't know what to do. I'm sitting there going, do I look away? Ask him for a drink. I'm thinking about <laughs> it, but mercy, they're just amazing women here. Um, you know, I, I haven't really run into that. Where are you seeing that? I, I have nothing to do during the day. Where can I go to see that? At the mall over the holidays, a like probably 22-year-old girl whips it out right in the middle of the mall. No, no oh, you know she's easy, too. Oh, have mercy. Yeah, that is true, especially because of the fact that, you know, she's 22 and she already has a kid. Mm-hmm. Whore. And then, and then I'm sitting <laughs> at a Chinese restaurant the other day and literally... Well, they don't have big ones, so it doesn't yeah. matter. Well, yeah, yours are ample A's. Hmm. But, you know, I'm sitting at a Chinese food restaurant and a woman decides, you know, instead of me getting a fortune cookie, I'm going to get a look at her. I that's, that's kind of fun. Fortune nookie. Yeah, that's what you're looking at. I never knew it was a big issue. Have you ever just wanted to go up and say, hey, how about a little something for everybody? Make that noise at her. Do you ever just think of walking by and calling one of those like a whore? (laughs) I think it, but I've never thought about actually verbalizing. Keep your legs shut. Maybe you won't have that ugly kid. I don't find kids cute either. No, of course kids aren't cute. They're creepy. They're like dolphins. And eventually they're going to grow up and die. So there's a little piece of good news for you. If you're lucky. Speaking of death, um, Ariel Sharon, they say he's kind of... Res- like, here's the good news. Here's when you know you're in trouble. Sharon responds to pain stimulation. So they're hurting him just to see if they can get anything out of him. Basically, his involuntary uh, actions are somewhat working. When they have to, when you can't re- respond by hello, they have to actually like pinch your arm to so, get you to do anything. Oh, here's the good news: we put a cigarette out on his forearm and he moved. When we punch him in the head, he growls. He's a dog now. We're not sure what that means. Other than the fact that he can feel that he is su- he is probably suffering. Mm-hmm. Here's what it means. 
He's probably suffering right now. That's good news. We've brought him back to the point where he can actually feel the pain of death. <laughs> Hooray for us. Put him back in the coma. Let him die like a gentleman. All right, here's uh, a... So that's one of the things. Heard it first on the hideout. Here's another big thing going on tomorrow. The cost of the Iraq war could top $2 trillion. Far above the White House's pre-war projections. Has anything about this gone right? No. Two trillion dollars. We got some down. And everybody loved that deck of cards. I also heard over the weekend, too, that we've topped 2,200 soldiers lost in Iraq. I guess it's worth it. North Korean leader is going to be visiting China. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's never a good sign. No. Those well, two, those two, uh, yeah. It's better than North Korea. Well, it is the North Korean leader visiting China. Oh, I thought it was South Korea. Oh, yeah. North Korea. Oh, Jesus. And American journalists abducted in Iraq. Any money that they could offer you to go over there and be a journalist in Iraq right now? Yeah. Would you be a war journalist? Yeah. No way. I think I would, yeah. I think absolutely I would. Do you know how much those contractors are making? Oh, I'm, sh- I'm sure they're making a ton. They're banking. I'd be willing to do it. How about this? Where would you rather broadcast our show live from? My 10-year high school reunion or Baghdad? Salt Baghdad. Really? I think I'd be more comfortable. All right, I'm getting this. Here's some things maybe we ought to do for tomorrow. Measure more white people. Measure Gibbs's head. We should get a tape measure and check that out. And people are saying Dubs doesn't find kids cute. He finds them sexy. We don't steal from Publix. God, man. What the hell is that? And, And to recap, here's what Chunks did over the weekend. Walked through Publix. I do. Stole cheese. At Publix. Ate Doritos in the aisle. At Publix. Drank a beer while walking down. At Publix. And hit on the 15-year-old cashier. Ooh, at Publix. Uh, thanks for throwing me in the bus. At Publix. I, I, I did leave this one part out. When we were leaving, he goes, hey, do you mind if we wait here for a while? I want to see what time she gets off. Dude, I was joking. Right. Dude, Tommy, seriously. You cool. wanted to wait outside Publix to see when a 15-year-old girl would come out and then go steal more stuff from Publix. Dude, it's not... I'm Check I'm, the tape, Publix. All right, Matt Albert says, pain stimulation for that fat bastard, meaning Sharon, is holding a hamburger out of reach. <laughs> <laughs> Have a little respect. <laughs> he would know. And he says that he dropped uh, at 10.06 in the, uh, whatchamacallit, Bowl Bowl. Oh. Do we do the Bow Bowl this year since he's back? You know what? I'm down for it. Let's do the Bow Bowl. Super Bowl Sunday. Two thousand two thousand six. 2006. Absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that'll do it for the hideout on a Monday night. Good job, everybody. We will see you tomorrow. Before then, though, wake up with our buddies, the Monsters in the morning. Shannonburg fit, uh, middays. Phillips fall in the afternoon. We're back at 7. Don't be ashamed. You're entertained listening to the hideout. Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Be somebody and always talk good.
Stay classy, Orlando. We out, bitch. Question of authority. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. You're a whore. Admit it. Admit you're a big whore. Go ahead. Five thousand.